This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Sorry, Paul, I'm getting missed it there, but I think that's as when you go. Yep. Hi. Hello and welcome to episode 108 of Celtic Rumours TV, the Bosman Bob podcast with your host Mark and myself, Paul. Join us tonight as always. We have Terence, Terra 61, from our form page for the podcast, www.celticrumours.co.uk. You can also check out the links to the podcast in the description below. On tonight's show, we review Celtic's tour of Australia. We'll want your thoughts on the live chat about this tour and how you think Celtic uh, prepared for it and how we did in it. We'll also talk about the season so far and we'll do a brief uh, ending to the show with a look at the opening game between Qatar and Ecuador in the World Cup and we'll talk about the World Cup in, in general. Uh, Joe Hart said that this tour to Australia was more about unity and something that the club won't forget about uh, as players together, uh, sports meeting Australian president. So we're not form. finished out, no, I'm not finished, man. Not finished. Oh, just stop your intro. Yes, man. Wait, bye. Jesus, wait, Joe man. Hart, You've been busy today. Joe, Joe Hart said that uh, this was all about bringing the Celtic players together, something they won't forget uh, as a team visiting Australia. He said it's a once in a lifetime experience meeting the Australian president, uh, who was a former fireman, former lifeguard, former police officer, Al Stewart, uh, of course, is his name. Uh, do you know he's home and away? Yeah, sure. but yeah, but he was everything in home and away. Do you get me? That's my joke. He was president. He was oh, for you, man. Oh, there you go. Sorry, but <laughs> 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 oh, I so, didn't uh, sorry, Paul. <laughs> so he said, uh, "Al Stewart repeats that it was an, an honour to meet this Celtic team." And uh, so uh, there's Mark with the shout out there for ruining my second <laughs> intro. Oh, God, sorry about that, but I didn't mean that. <laughs> Um, it's good though, aren't it? That's weird, isn't it? Fair play to a guy, but if he's done all that in his life, you know what I mean? Fair play to him. Uh, so quick shout-outs to the lads off the forum, old Tim Alloy, Richie and his family, uh, Glasgow Green, We John United Ireland. I'll mention him in a wee minute when I talk, when I talk about the food bank as well. Uh, guys in the live chat, Big Jabba, Brian, nice to see you, Bobby, always there. Good to see you again, Bobby. David, David, same to you, David. Nice to see you, buddy. Uh, I think that's everybody that's in the new. Uh, big Jabber, in case I missed him there. Sorry about that, Jabber. Uh, we're up to 639 or 640 subs, sir. It's sneaking up and sneaking up. Thanks to everybody that listens in. If you know how, if you know how to subscribe to it, if you've not subscribed, please subscribe. If you know how, leave a comment. And remember, hit the like button as well. That helps everything. Helps us grow in the YouTube algorithm. Uh, we're <coughs> food bank appeal. This is our six year of collecting money for my, my local food bank, the one in the one in Hamilton. Uh, 
and we're already up at uh, £350, which is fantastic. He's only been gone about three weeks or something like that, and it usually kicks in at the end of the month when people get get, get paid and stuff like that. So if you can afford to get anything, please do. If you don't, it doesn't make any difference. The link for everything's in the description box below, but through our link tree, everything's in that. The link to the Just Giving page for the food bank collection, and just talking about we John. We John went away today. Was away out the house at half past three this morning. Put all day a car boot to do a car boot sale, uh, and a big, big, massive car boot sale in Glasgow. And he went and done that just with stuff that he had clearing out his house and that, and managed to raise. I think it was a hundred, hundred and sixty pound. I managed to get in for the. For, uh, this car boot sale today. <coughs> he's going to put a hundred. He's going to put a hundred pound of that into the food bank collection, and he's going to give the rest of it to a homeless charity. And where doing about his area, they're looking for to buy like, gloves and scarves and stuff like that to help keep the homeless people warm. So, a uh, big big up to be John United Island as always. Yeah. Always steps up at this time when there's any he charity. He does, boy. You have to say that to him, like, He does. He really does. He's a good lad. There, William, in as well. Nice to see you, William. Uh, I think that's me, Paul, everything. Yep. So Celtics tour of Australia came tonight and end, uh, losing 2-1 to Sydney and losing 4-2 to penalties uh, against Everton this morning. Everton manager uh, travelled uh, nearly 10,000 miles uh, to Australia to set up his team like Livingston. Uh, maybe he actually was on the phone to Martindale to get advice how to play against Celtic as this was... Maybe he was auditioning for the, the job at Ibrox. Oh, I'm thinking, did he actually think he'd get a point in the Premier League, Mark, if, if he drew against Celtic uh, in, in, in the relegation <laughs> battle? You know, to, to, to not experiment in, in, a, uh, in the friendly. It's just, it's, it's, it's just ridiculous. Uh, uh, Celtic, over the two games, um, created 48 chances on goal, only scored one goal. Uh, it seemed a bit like deja vu for Celtic. Uh, in Australia, uh, replaying off form in front of goal in, in the Champions League. Gia Camarcus missed another penalty uh, for Celtic. That's three out of four now. Gia has missed, uh, G, of course, Gia scored nine out of ten penalties in the Dutch League prior to his move to Celtic, but hasn't brought that penalty form to Glasgow with him. Uh, Celtic were guilty of missing chances uh, over the two games. Kyogo. Uh, missing chances, Abada missing chances. Uh, Marcus, it, we're not going to dwell too much on on scorelines because look, it's friendly, but it is concerning. Uh, reading say. reports that these scissors that were missing are, are, are continued even into friendly games. Now, you know, I I believe Kyogo's missed today and and Abada's missed uh, were, were shocking. Aye, you know, aye, but. Been a continuous thing, Paul. It, it, it first kind of highlighted to me, Paul, uh, in the, uh, going back to the, the first Real Madrid game. Uh-huh. That's when it kind of we started, because then we started saying, oh, that was some chance, only if, only if that was going in. Evening, Rod, nice to see you. Rod, nice to see you in, bud. Uh, and it just seems to be continuing for then, Paul. We just seem to be struggling to get the ball in the net. It, really, it, it doesn't seem to matter who the opposition is, how clear-cut the chance is, but we just seem to be actually struggling just to actually get the ball in the net. See, if we were, if we were scoring half the chances we were making, Paul, we'd be going back to pumping these teams, you get what I mean? And it's just, mm-hmm. 
I mean, I'd, somebody said it there, if they think we should be, should be bringing in another striker. I totally agree with that. I really do, I think. I'd, well, I was just... looking at that today, right? And I, I was actually surprised to see you, Mark. Uh, Johnny Kenny, who we signed from Sligo, was actually called back from Queen's Park. His loan spell, the Celtic B team actually called him back. Uh, Steve McManus called him back because he wanted him. He said uh, it was more beneficial for him to stay at Celtic and play the way Ange wants to play rather than be kind of a target man at Queen's Park, which he would be used as a target man. So he, he, he was called back in his first game back against, um, I think it was West Ham, I think we played in a friendly there. Was it last week? I think we the Celtic B team played a friendly Aye, against, against West Ham. Aye. And they used his pace and they passed the ball too and he did a lovely dink over. Now, I'm not saying he's going to step up and change uh, or striking thing, Mark. He, he's too young for that. Like, the lad's only 19, do you get me? He's not going Aye. to change it. But, like, in these type of games, Mark, like, if we're winning 2 3 nil, like, bring the, bring the young lad on. Let him get minutes. Let him get used to the first team environment. Maybe he will score a goal, I think, but there's something serious needs to be done with, with the strikers at the moment. And I, I, I agree with you. Like, do we bring in a striker now in January or do we take this risk, Mark, that we're nine points clear and maybe get a proper striker in, in, in the summer and kind of not panic would, by in January? Are you over the odds? Well, it depends what's available, Paul. Yeah. What kind of market we're short, man. I, I mean, is the price going to be that? For the kind of expected market Celtic short, man, Paul, paying over the odds is maybe an extra million and a half, two million mm-hmm. pound, which... Mm-hmm. It sounds a lot of money to us. It's not really a lot of money in football terms. And you consider some of the big transfer fees we are gone in January or gone in the summer could make the difference for 20 million, 15 yeah. million pounds. It's a big difference. But I, I, uh, I'd like, I'd, I would like to see... See, we don't even need to worry about these European qualifiers next year as well. No, Because no. that was one of always the panics. Get them and try. The, we slagged Peter Lawler for years. He never pre-planned. He never get players in early. Because the ideal time really is to bring a player in if you're playing these early European qualifiers. For, ah, it really is. Paul Giese, guys, six, five, six months to get up to speed and get to know his teammates and that. So without them, we're not going to have them to contend with. It's, it's a bit of a tricky one. But... I mean, I can't. I was talking to you last night, Paul. Can't see Ange. Can't see Ange. Can't see Ange messing up. A, I can't see Ange messing up a, a a nine point lead in the league. But I'm just looking there, and it's just something I I observe, Mark. Right, like I'm looking like is there frustration in Giacomacus right the reason I'm saying that is because Kyogo isn't on form we have to agree that and I know I know the last couple of two games he did score goals but it's it's like one in every five chances uh, Kyogo he's not no consistent goal. enough yeah. Kyogo's um, never an out and out striker Paul. No. I've said that for I've said that for the first time I've seen him exactly yeah but no with this frustration, like you saw it there, uh, I don't know what game it was, Mark, when he came off, and, and he looked a bit pissed off when he came off. Like, and I'm just thinking, if he did bring another strike in giant, would this actually piss Giamarcus off more? You know, because I, I, I'm sensing a bit of tension uh, with Giamarcus that he's not starting. 
Uh, it might be. I mean, I would be a bit pissed off, to be honest. Of course, yeah. I mean, he is the best striker at the club. And I mm-hmm. just doesn't seem... He just doesn't seem to fancy starting him, didn't he, no? No. And considering, Mark, what we're saying, like, he's he's the one... Tress, really, like, the way we play with these crosses, he's the one trick that would get on the end of him. Do you know what I mean? Aye, aye. You know, it's... Is it, I mean... It's, I, I've said it all along. I, I know he's kind of done it a wee bit during a couple of games. I would like to see Kyogo drop and back as a slot, Paul. Mm-hmm. I think that would be, be his best position, like playing after me, the striker. And as I said, Diokimakis is the best striker I've got the now. And we're talking about going out and signing somebody, Paul, but how many goals would Big Gio get as if he was starting at games every week? Yeah. We wouldn't maybe need to be a little bit. Do you get what I mean? If he was playing a, a lot more minutes, it maybe maybe wouldn't be I'm not saying desperate, but wouldn't it be this clamour that oh, we need another striker because we're no finishing chances? Because the striker Paul it's like a goalkeeper, it all comes down to like the match the match shot they can all be fitness and stuff like that, but it all comes down to actual match match sharpness. Because they're the playing it's the two high pressure points, isn't it? The goalkeeper yeah. and the striker. And if he's not scoring goals right, Mark, it's going to affect the striker, do you know what I mean? If he's not aye, scoring aye. goals, it's like, but like, bringing on G. Marcus as well, Mark, when Kyoga started bringing G. Marcus on every time, 65 minutes, like, it's not really giving him enough time nah. to want to actually just get into the game itself. Do you know what I mean? We, thought, was, we, all, we thought it was going to be like, half and half, like, yeah. I've not even that, but we always thought, right, it's going to be, Depending on the opposition, it was like, I mean, don't get us wrong, Kyogo scored against Livingston, so we can't fault it for that, but everybody expected oh, it'll be Gio Marcus starting just because of the way Livingston play. Well, Lange go to it right that day, but it's, I, I just find it weird that it's always Gio that's a sub. Do you get what I mean? Is it, is, mm-hmm. well, you've, touched, you've touched on it, Paul. Is the Japanese players his kind of favourites? I don't know, but. On forum for me, Gio Marcus, Gio Marcus deserves a, a kind of run in the team as starting as our main striker. You see, she's put kind of consistency in scoring in that that he can build up, getting a, a good run of games but under his belt. Because mm-hmm. my my team mark is that I I I be concerned that Gio Marcus would leave because of Last because of this team. Yeah. Do anyone blame him either, Mark? You know what I mean? It's because if you have a striker and he's not performing, you you, you take him out of the limelight, you pull in your next striker, give them a chance, but it doesn't seem really to be... No, J. Marcus himself, as well, Mark has been guilty of, 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 of missing chances as well. You know what I mean? He, he, he's been guilty, but with the chances we're creating for Kyogo with these high balls... They're, they're, they're more suited to G. Camarcus, uh, hence I'm saying that Kyogo scores a header against Livingston. Do you know what I mean? I know, you I know? know. But even doing yeah. that again, Paul, we're talking about the ones Geo Marcus is missing, but would they be missing them if he was right up to speed and flying? I don't think so, Mark, because I said that to you, Mark. I said that to you, Joe, in this uh, Champions League team. Like, if, if you're looking on the opposition, like is what Anne says, like he picks his team based on the opposition. And is it down to Anne's lack of experience in, in Champions League? No one's and I'm going to say this is like he should know Champions League football. The defenders don't like 
uh, a forward that's going to rough them up. They, they never liked it, Mark. Me and no. fans famously don't like it. Do you mean the German teams? They, they're physical, right? They like, but in general, Mark, European football don't like these strikers that's going to be on top of them twenty four seven throughout the game. And I'm surprised Ange actually didn't start in in one of those games, considering we won scoring goals in them. Yeah, I think we was we finished, Mark. I think it was this. 80, 88 shots and goal or something like that. We only scored two goals. Uh, uh, I mean? it's, uh, it's you know, and it's concerned to me as well because see for me, Paul, that, that it's not quite as bad as the Rangers thing during Europe there, but that's I mean that is a scandalous statistic when you look at it, Paul. For a team at any at any level, Paul, to make that many clear cut chances and only score two goals. Exactly, Mark. It's ridiculous and it's embarrassing. What we're showing is, realistically, is we can compete at this level, but we're not taking our chances. Do you know what I mean? You know, like we're, we've no problem seems to be creating chances. Ah, he's putting the them away. The wants us to play, but it's, it's just putting them away. And I think, Mark, is is that the biggest problem? Like, do we actually need? an upgrade on Kyogo and like I'm just saying there will be players sold to take us to the next level. For me, I I I can't see Ange ever selling Kyogo. I think it'll always be a Kyogo decision to leave Celtic. I couldn't see Ange selling him. But between the two I could see Jacob Marcus being sold. Do you get me? I know what you mean, I I, 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 I honestly I could probably maybe see that Paul. If I mm-hmm. just go to his eye on you're saying to see an upgrade in the striker department. Mm-hmm. It's gonna it's gonna cost unless we find another diamond or Bosman kind of thing, like uh-huh. another Matt O'Reilly or something like that, it's gonna cost us a great few million quid to get a good quality striker in. And uh-huh. then he's going he's gonna be looking for game time because he's gonna be coming in thinking he's the main man because we've paid hopefully I'm hoping eight, ten million for him. That's the kind of I would rather Celtic went out and gambled that kind of money on somebody, Paul. Yeah, because it's not just us here the discussing this area of the pitch mark. I, I I've listened to other podcasts just to see what they were saying. Like are are, are they speaking about the same stuff? And every aye, podcast case, is case speaking about this. Yeah, but every podcast mark is actually saying the same thing. Like you know what. We're scoring goals in in the SPL. We're scoring, but we should be so far ahead. Like, I think what what was it? We're plus eighteen goal difference. Aye. But that it should be great, remark. You get me? That's what they're saying. Aye, like, it should aye. be miles after these chances we we missed. Like they're glorified chances, Mark. Any striker would take their hand off to get the chances that that Celtic are, and. There's probably kind of, strikers. There's probably strikers in Scotland, Paul, that we could have signed that, that would probably yeah. be sitting on fifteen goals for us or something like that already. I, yeah, I, pro- I probably couldn't name you one. You get what I mean? But we've sort of seen a couple of de- half decent, big, burly strikers in Scotland, and just imagine them in the Celtic team. You know, they would be knocking these chances away that, easy. That's what I'm thinking, Matt. Like, do 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 we go for someone different? Do we go for that big striker? Do you get me? Because if we look at the chances we're creating, these are the chances that I think would suit a striker like that. Do you know? Aye. You know, Aye. But, I'd like, like a big, a big, strong, powerful, fast 
Yeah. Centre forward, Paul. Did you like the guys that destroyed, destroyed us in Europe this year? Yeah. That big, big Murdoch guy. Uh, yeah. And Cuckoo, if he, uh, Leipzig and that. Some, obviously, we're not going to get that kind of level of player, but so, that kind of style of player, that's what I kind of hang well, on I'm sure, Mark, there's, 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 there's players out there with slim similarities to them that would be in the in, in self price range. Even uh, when, you, when you look at Big Deal Marcus either, but he's no slouch ball when you see him. No, he's not. No. And that's why I'm surprised, Mark, that we, we, we don't use him more. Like, and I don't know, Mark, is, is this... Does Ange actually not favour him? I know it was Ange that wanted him. Do you get me? It was Ange that wanted Aye. him. You know, and then you're, you're kind of surprised then that he's really not getting a look in. You know, I've only seen him getting a look in. I know. I mean, starting to get me that that, that way, like that he's not starting more games than I think he should be starting more games than he should. You know, uh, he has been. I, I totally, I totally agree with that. Just you know, even just to gain him the running the team, a wee bit of confidence, kind of thing. That he's at least in, he's kind of. First pick for at least the next few games, but just again, Ange, it just seems to be Kyogo, didn't it? Yeah, and even, especially even no, in terms. What was the starting lineup up actually, Mark? For the who started up front for the Sydney game was it Kyogo or Gio? Gio uh, was Gio didn't play. He disappeared, didn't he? Yeah, we still, didn't we still don't know how that what that was about. So Kyogo started both games, was this in that? Aye, you know it's. Like there's two friendlies there that you you would expect Gio to start one one of them at least, Mark. Do you know, right. what I, mean? I just you know unless you he's know. a knocker or something like that. that I mean, the travel that that travel what was it twenty two hours on a plane? Yeah, and then playing a match, then kind of uh, ten hours after. That's it. That's I couldn't understand people getting upset over the result against that Sydney FC and things like that. I mean, just it's, these friendlies they don't they don't mean nothing. What Celtic were earlier in the studio today was to make some money. Exactly, Mark, and that's what they did. Aye. You know, but Mark, just look, just just looking at that game, he he started with, with fringe players. Is our squad as good as it say, or is there a lot of players there that you think might have to be 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 moved on? Oh, that's a bit yeah. of tough thing that as well. Isn't it? Again, Paul, it depends who you're going to be replacing them with. Mm-hmm. You're there, Terms. I am indeed. Good evening, guys. Evening, Terms. Thanks very much for coming on again, bud. No worries, lads. I just get up that starting line up there now, and the Terms we were just talking about um, uh, at the moment, like the, we we were guilty again of not taking chances uh, in Australia. Forty-eight, we created forty-eight chances in, in the two games, and Kyogo seems to be guilty again of kind of missing scissors. Like, is it time, like, and now kind of started Jay Marcus? You know? And I think, to be fair, Paul, it's the problem is it's across the board. Like, but I, I get your point, yeah. The, the, I just saw the highlights of the games. I didn't know see the games, but uh-huh. so it misses. I mean, a bad is miss. <laughs> a bad is miss was unbelievable. The one from James Forrest. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, it, it, it's, it's hard to believe how he literally, it's like, he literally ran ahead of the ball, and it was just—it was awful. But yeah, the problem is, Paul, to get that clinical level of striker, you probably have to pay astronomical amounts of money, and that Celtic either don't have or won't be able to do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, 
like the players the, the thing that amazes me you look at some of the finishes sometimes from some of the players like I saw about his penalty for our game sake today or against Everton it was a cracking finish you saw you saw some of the finishes that Moyeda had recently before he went to the World Cup against Ibs and the following game I forget a great finish against Hearts but then you look at some of the misses that he's had it, and, and even Kyogre's the same some of Kyogre's finishes sometimes are breathtaking and then some of his misses are unbelievable I, I, it's, it's hard to put your finger on it but I, I just I don't think Celtic have the finances to buy that kind of a striker, that top level striker, because obviously they just don't have the money. They're 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 normally the most expensive player on on the team, cost wise, and sure their wages and everything else are colossal as well. So, but I, I, I to be honest, Paul, I don't think there's any excuse for the Celtic players some of the misses that they've been missing, regardless. Yeah, that's of, that's what we were saying. Thinking, yeah. You know, no, there's like, no there's no excuse like for like. No, like. Strikers will be people just saying like the chances we're creating. Strikers would would rip their hand off for these chances, Terence. You know what I mean? Like they, they're, well, they're, you're, they're Oh, we're guilty of it across the team, though, Paul. Yes, yeah, mainly the strikers, but even even some of the misses from 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 the wingers and some of the midfielders. Like I mean, like if you, if you look at like some of the midfielders, like we don't we don't have a lot of um fellas. And fellas can correct me if I'm wrong, but there are Hatate, you know, all these guys. We're not having guys that are maybe your midfielder that's scoring twelve or fourteen goals during the season. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's something that that's something that when the forwards are missing continuously and you have a fella that was like Stan Petrov would have always been a great guy to pop up with your ten or twelve goals a season. Under we kinda had that last season. When Ange wasn't rotating as much, or was that it was down to not having these players at his disposal? But when the two lads were injured, you had Yasa and Abada in double digits goals. Do you get me? I think like at one stage they were at fourteen inch uh, when the two lads were out. I mean, is yeah. it down to is it down? Do you think maybe it's down to Ange rotating his squad too much, turns that we aren't getting more consistent in goals from midfield? Um, I I wouldn't necessarily. It's a hard one to say, Paul, but I wouldn't necessarily think so because I, I get your point. But like some of the misses that that even Fergus take a bad has had in some of the games. I remember mm-hmm. against St Johnson in particular, one of the games he could have had a hat trick in the first half. So, like mm-hmm. some of the misses were very very poor. Even the misses for Fergus take not to go half on about it, but Real Madrid in the early at the early start yeah, of the game. Yeah, we were just talking about that. Yeah, yeah. You know, they they ones that they're ones that. For me, rotation or no rotation. The problem is, Paul, modern day football, there's a lot of rotation in certain mm-hmm. areas. We said, we said Celtics midfield and forwards are the ones where generally get rotated. The, the defence, within reason, stays quite stable, which it should. But, like, I mean, players, modern players of this, of this day and age, Paul, they, they don't expect to be playing every single game. So, I, like, I, I just think the misses just are very, very poor. That's the problem. And, and, and the only saving grace from Celtic is that. In the SPL, they create so many chances that it kind of it kind of um it kind of it kind of covers it up. Whereas we saw clearly in the Champions League, when you don't take them, what happens? Then they finish bottom. You know what I mean? So that mm-hmm. that's where sometimes sometimes as I said, you look at you've read, read out stats loads of times, Paul, on here, mm-hmm. and you might say Celtic had eighteen shots and goal, and they might have had six on target. Celtic might have won three nil. But that doesn't tell the true reflection. Do you know what I mean? When you when you say yeah, eighty exactly, yeah. six on target, you know what I mean? It you know it it that's a that's a very low percentage. Uh, you know strike rate like. 
Just, just on that there for Rod, but Rod there, so but Cal Mack was always good for a goal for midfield. McGregor's only scored their 10 goals, I think it's two or three times in all his time, a season, in a season, in all the times he's been at Celtic. He's actually no, scored less since Ange came in. Aye. I'd say under Rodgers was the last time I'd say. Two, two, 2018-20 he scored 13 the season before that he did 6 the season before that he did 12 the season before that he did 7 the season before that he did 6 this season he said 1 or 8 1 so far last season was 4 and the season before that was 4 I mean I've said that to you before Paul about how McGregor when he was youn
first instinct, as soon as the ball breaks him, is automatically touch it and play it left or right. Play it out to the wings again. And it, it's like, and it's a very fair point what you're saying, Paul. It's a strange way to do it at times because... Yeah, you said on the live chat, there one game when we were on the live chat on the phone page, there you said it that to win this game, Celtic need to uh, take shots from outside the box. And just as you said that, I don't know what play it was, took a shot outside the box and we scored. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. that's the point. Like We have players who can do this, Terence. Do you know what I mean? And they what? just don't do yeah, it. Without a mm-hmm. doubt, and, and the thing that frustrates me, Paul, about it is what you're saying, that we have players that can do it and they, some, they don't do it. Whether that's under instruction or not, I don't know. But what what drives me mad at times is when I see them and they try to literally walk it in. with all mm-hmm. this, and, and like, But in a sense, like Livingston has basically everyone back in the box. It's not even impossible, I won't say impossible, but near impo- impossible to do this one-touch football. Maybe if you're Barcelona, if, if, if you're... you're if you're you walk the ball in terms through the middle... Yeah. When the yeah. middle is cramped, and then you see Radisson and freaking Taylor over the wings wide open, screaming for the ball, the ball's not going to him. That frustrates me. It does. Either, but either, either let rip from outside. From the I'm not talking Ryan Christie stuff. What I'm talking is the ball breaks because like I said, have a shot. Just ch- for me, Paul, it's just variety. Change it up. Just don't always try and walk the ball through because teams. Learn to go. Okay, well, Celtic aren't Celtic aren't going to take a shot. Celtic aren't. You know, we'll just sit here on the line and we we'll pack the defence. And and it's very very hard to to one touch the ball straight through opposition defenders that uh-huh. that are that packed. You know what I mean? It just me. It's just it's just when you've got guys that can strike a ball as good as the, some of the midfielders Celtic have. Why 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 not? It's it's proven that when they do it, they can score. So there's no harm in trying it. I'm not saying every time, but there's no no harm in having a go sometimes and just for making a you know, bringing a bit of variety into the game for Celtic. Do, do you that there, Brian, there? Something yeah, something should be being overcoached being over-coached. due to the style of play, and you want. I think that's a good point, Brian. Well, Mark, we were kind of saying something like that here. It's like overthinking things. Yeah. You know, t- always, t- always trying to tinker with things. And yeah, and that, that seems it's... to be creeping in in the last couple of games, doesn't Aye. it? Aye. Sometimes it's best just to just to get in Play the game as it, as it unfolds, kind of a thing. A great aye. example of that, Mark, is Zabada not running down to the byline anymore, turning in to pass the ball into midfield, kind of right. overthinking the, instead of trying to make the run himself. And wait, what a bad for me should be doing, really, is when we saw it last season with him, like Radisson runs to the byline. So Radisson is dragging a defender away from Abada. I mean, for me, Abada should be running to the box at the ball, but you don't see that anymore from him. It's it's a pass back out into the centre of the midfield where <coughs> with, with nine times out of ten, the opposition uh, but, middle but of the park is cramped. That's what you know? Terence has seen as well, but Paul mix it up. Yeah. But you, do, you, do, just what do, do you think, Mark? Instructed by hands, that. not the shoes. What Terence was saying there, I, 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 mean, I think I'm, it could be, yeah. I, I must be, Paul. Otherwise, it'd be, otherwise, it'd be telling them to take more mm. shots and stuff like that. Mm. You just mix it up. I mean, it'll, it becomes even ten minutes quarter hour into the game, Paul. Players will get, they'll know themselves, right? Well, he's just going to. Although the big their manager have told them this, look, he's always going to be looking to cut inside you. That's the way he's. That's the way he's. That's his game kind of thing, you know. But it's terms. 
leave it up to leave it up to the players to show a bit of an an initiative and stuff like that. And they do their own thing when they're trying seem they're trying to break down these defences. Why not let guys like Abada and Yota just get the ball and try and try and do something? Rather mm-hmm. than what you're saying, Paul, just call, it's just they just keep trying to do the same thing but hoping that it works. Does that make because sense? Because I but said I'm, yeah, because I said that like it was it was probably the same but I said that the last couple of things when the performance and he said it here as well the Celtic players now seem to be spending more time on the ball rather than getting the ball away as fast as they can the only one that I can see really that keeps the ball moving at a fast pace is Rio Hayase he's the only one that I think that doesn't dwell on the ball as much as O'Reilly Moy or a bad or, or me either. Do you know what I mean? They all seem to dwell on the ball too much. And that's just the point there. What Brian has said, are we overcoached? Do you know what I mean? I are we there's, overthinking? There's a huge emphasis, though, that it, no, I don't know, but there appears to be a huge emphasis of don't lose the ball. Mm-hmm. Don't lose the ball. So, like you said there, Paul, if a bad is going down the wing and it's something that's certainly creeping in, all of a sudden you see it and the first instinct is always, rather than for argument's sake, I'll try to take on the man, I'll try whipping the ball. If it if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But instead it seems to be a case of going down, okay, stop. I'll pass it to Ralston. Ralston will pass it to Man, to Carter Vickers, to Starfield. And there seems to be a massive emphasis on I'm not going to be the one to lose the ball. It's more of a case of, well, I am I'm not going to try to beat him, I'll pass it here, I'll pass it here. I'll give the safe option all the time. The only one who is, as you said, Paul, who doesn't Necessarily with the safe passes, is it has it will try the pass. Mm-hmm. It might not always come off, but he certainly tries. He tried, he tried, yeah, his first, yeah, he tried yeah, the first yeah. time, but there seems to be a massive emphasis from Celtic of don't don't lose the ball, which I which I I don't necessarily like in a sense because it, I, what I, I don't what drives me mad is when I watch it is if you see chatter or bad and they're getting the ball, they've got it out the wing and they're going down, and next minute they stop, and all of a sudden the ball went up with Carter Vickers back in the centre circle. That drives me up the walls, like rather than just don't it's going out of the It's like Roger back to watching a Roger. I, I, I was just about to ask that team. question, Mark. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that to you, Mark. Is this do you, the way we're playing the last couple of games? We were saying Celtic, they don't seem to be the same team as we when we saw against Dundee United, against Rangers, tearing Hibs no. apart. I mean, all like, these stats are similar to a Brendan Rodgers team, no, Mark, that we're spending too much time passing uh, the ball between two aye, or three players. Aye, all these stats about possession and all the amount of passes we've had compares with Barcelona. Aye, but what are we doing with these passes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's what we've, we spoke about it with, with Rodgers under Lennon. We just used to like, sit maybe 10 yards outside the opposition's 18-yard box and we just passed it about from side to side to side, hoping that they made a mistake for us to get in. We weren't actually pushing. We were keeping them pinned back, but we weren't like, pinning them right back and keeping them under constant pressure. It was just... And teams would just sit, park the bus and say, well, when you go, just pass it about yeah, from yeah. side to side in front of us. We'll just stun you. Mm-hmm. The, the biggest one for me, Mark, is always on the passes one. And I don't know... It, fellas, obviously the more fellas with the statisticians will be able to bring it up that's all fine show me the passes in the red zone show right. me the passes that Celtic have in the red zone that's I, I looked I at that Terence right I looked at yeah. that and our most pass race in in the last couple of games is exactly what you're saying is what we're trying to do but we can't it doesn't work is 
uh, in front of the defence. In in the wrong there two centre backs where it's crowded. That's where our most heat map is at the moment in there. So we're not exploiting the rings as, as what we we've done early on in Angers, Thomas Celtic. Everything now at the moment seems to be trying to as what you say in terms is walk the ball into the middle. You know, and yeah. that's where a lot of our heat matches in in, in and around there. That's where and Celtic never, most passes never, are. It never works, Paul. No, it never no. Works, right? Came back to even our European games here. Look at look at the time. Look how many times we get picked off with fast attacking play on the counter attack. It's not very often. And it was in those areas where we lost the ball. It was it was in those areas where we lost the ball in around that middle of the park. You know. But that, I mean that's it's like the majority of teams, Paul. If if you're just going to play the way Celtic are playing the new. The majority of teams, no matter actually what level they're at, they're just going to be able to soak that up with pure numbers, Paul. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In terms of saying, very few teams are going to walk the ball, walk the ball into the net unless you've got somebody like, like a messier together. I mean, something totally extraordinary is going to just walk through a defence with then be fancy tricks and stuff like that. But the defence just packs in there and you're not going to get through them. So you need these kind of quick movements, get the ball shifted up the park quicker and get it out. As you're saying, Paul, get it out in the wings and get in behind defenders and stuff like that. And it's, we're just not doing that. But if you go back to the Ross County game, in that second half, we were really lucky that Hayase grabbed that game by, by the scuff of the neck. Because only, only for, really for me, Hayase stepping up, making these runs and, and making these quick passes that we were saying, we weren't going to score in, in that game. You know, only for just one one player, one player only. For me, it was it was really high asset. You know? And sometimes, sometimes Paul, the problem is at the minute in the last in some of the games. And again, this is only my opinion. Celtic don't seem to increase the intensity in the pace till they concede. Mm-hmm. Like say, yeah. St. Johnson game, for example, like the Ross County game. It's mm-hmm. it's very like what you were saying. It's it's kind of Roger esque, Lennon esque to an extent. And then when as soon as they conceded the goal, all of a sudden it was it's like it's like Celtic when Celtic play with the the pace that they have through the team, which they have a lot of pace and good act and quick accurate passing and good running, they're very, very hard to contain, especially in Scotland. But when when they when they when they don't and they do it the other way, it's very predictable and half half decent defences can defend against it. But it was only against Ross County and St Johnson when they conceded goals and they yeah. needed they needed to they needed to basically nearly commit themselves forward that all of a sudden you saw a different intensity in Celtic, you know what I mean? We, and we, I just we, I don't understand how they don't play that way. Like we I've said that uh constantly terrorists and just just what you're saying is that is it the players uh is it their attitude the way they want to start the game? Is do like do they kinda of pick and choose the way they start the game? And what what Terence is saying there, the last couple of games for Celtic to up their tempo, we had to concede. So the, the, the players really, Mark, aren't starting the same game. Against, that goes against the whole kind of we never stop kind of ethos. Yeah, it does, yeah, it does, the, yeah, it does. I mean, it became a bit of a kind of catchphrase kind of thing, but the players have, the players have used it in interviews and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I've said it in the live chats, Paul, I've said it on this podcast. It just seems to be, you know, if Celtic don't score in the first kind of ten minutes, yeah. it's become that's when the, no, this is when they settle into this, this the kind of fall into their self and start doing all yeah. this just passing about between themselves. 
And then they start losing kind of all sense of their game, Denmark, don't they? You know, like, what am I supposed to do? And, well, you know, not even every, passing, everyone's on top of each other or something like that with their passes then, you know? Aye. That's just, well, it's not, it's not that passing. Like, that's, the, that's the biggest thing. The passing isn't fast. If it's no, fast, you're no, so no, much no, it's no, very, no, very slow. Slow like. tempo, yeah, slow tempo. And what we're doing there is we're letting these teams against Livington, Ross Counties, St. Johnson's, we're letting them regroup. So by the time we get another pass in, Aye, they're back that's in same position. Back to, that's staying back to their five-man yeah. defence, yeah. three, three sweepers playing. You know, because if we did start every game at a high tempo, we should be scoring all the goals, Terence. You know what I mean? We should be beating teams as well. Do you know what I mean? Of course they should, but... Two, just one, one quick point is not only that the ball, but it, it breeds confidence into the opposition, like a mm-hmm. Ross County, like a Livingston. Yeah. If if Celtic haven't scored within the first 35, 30 minutes, thirty five minutes, they're they'll go. Sure, come, we'll keep doing, we do. But sure, we saw that run. against Dundee nice, didn't we? The, the longer was going on a two one, and Dundee went up and scored in the the eighty sixth minute. Yeah, know? but that, but that man, man, these opposition managers come to Celtic Park and like Ross County last week. The manager will tell them. Hold, if you can hold them out for the first 20 minutes, and this, I'm, this isn't just under and this is under any Celtic manager. Yeah, if you can hold them out for 15 or 20 minutes, the fans start getting a bit agitated and that. Do you get what I mean? The fans start going their back and that gets to the players. That's one of the kind of tactics that opposition managers mm-hmm. always kind of use when they come to Celtic Park. And that's true. I mean, it is true. But your mark, even with the greatest respect to, to, to the best team that's come to Celtic Park in years, even Ancelotti said that. Even Ancelotti said, said he said, I said to the side, to the team, the first twenty minutes they're going to come out flying over the traps. He said, if we contain them for the first twenty minutes, it'll take the sting out of the game. And this is this is Real Madrid with the greatest respect. So Real Madrid manager is saying Aye. this. So like, it's definitely the Ross Counties and the Livingstons and the Dundee Uniteds and all these other teams. Not been disrespectful to any of them. It's the exact same. I'm just saying, because if once when Celtic play at this, as you said, at times it's just above walking pace. It it appears to me. It's nearly like pre-season friendlies in some of them. There, there's there's it's very very slow over back over back over back. And it's only when Celtic play with high intensity, high passing, high movement, that teams can't live with them. And that's that. And that's the, 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 and I would to go back to your point earlier, Paul. To me, it's entirely the players. These are professional players. Mm-hmm. It's they're the guys that should dictate the pace of play on the pitch. The, the manager and the coaching man, the coaching team can say whatever they want to them on the before they go out. But it's, once they cross the whitewash, it's the player's responsibility. But are we missing so uh, the role of Callum McGregor in, in the squad mark to dictate the the tempo of Celtic's game? Is there no one in the squad that has the leadership in that midfield that that can? Do do what Carl McGregor does. That's a tough thing, Paul. Maybe it's just the teams that used to play with Carl McGregor. It has kind of mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's a great player, that. And what you're saying, I, I mean, I was he's, actually he's improved. He's vastly, vastly improved. He's got Brown left Celtic. Before um, it, I was listening to um, just before I was listening to uh, an interview there by Scott Brown, and he was asked the question of all the players he played with. At Celtic, who would he would like to have signed to play with him at Fleetwood? And he said, Callum McGregor. He said, because he can change the style of a game in a split second 
uh, his reading of the game is, is is next to none. He said he's just an all-round professional. So I don't, it, I don't it, think we've seen. I don't think we've seen the best of Cal McGregor. No, that's what I'm saying, Mark. Is are we actually missing the the presence of him? Like, you know, I think we'll see the benefits of Cal McGregor when he comes if, back. If he comes back, Mark, but only if we keep O'Reilly in the position that he is now. Yeah, I agree with you there. I'd probably in, go with that. In, into a in, take 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 Al out of that starting lineup and put Calamac in there. And, and those two, you still have that bit of voice in O'Reilly, who we saw really, and I give him credit where credit he does go in for tackles, you know. But he can win the ball as well, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But then you still have, you, you have him kind of, but you have, but you, have, but you mm-hmm. have O'Reilly kind of sitting back a bit then, but then you have the expertise of the passing and what what, what you said, Mark, what you want Cal McGregor to do, they take our style of play. But they take our style of playing the tempo mark in their half, not in our half. Aye, aye, you know? aye. Aye, look a, f- a slot further up the field, Paul. Yeah, maybe yeah. One of the two attacking a midfielder kind of role. Aye, I totally yeah. agree with that, totally. As I said the other week, hopefully they knew that Andrew seen Matt O'Reilly in there. He'll maybe, he's maybe yeah. never gave that a thought before, do you know what no. I mean? Because, because it's always been Cal McGregor kind of thing. And... Hopefully it's gave him a bit because of food if, for thought if, they can play. If you look at it, if you look at it like it is a, a big decision for Ange, you know what I mean? Does he put McGregor back in there, or is he seeing what we're seeing that it actually suits O'Reilly more to to be in that role? You know, right? It is. I think the two players, the Bob. I think with the two players, Paul, as you're saying, there is is a very very fair point because. I, I think McGregor, for me, offers more going forward. Mm-hmm. And, and, in the, and in the holding role, it kind of nullifies that. Whereas O'Reilly, to me, certainly looks really good in that position. And for me, the, one of the big things is, I think I think McGregor has the legs to get up and down. I, I don't think O'Reilly has the legs to get up That's and down. That's true, Terence. yeah. It's true. You know, no. I think I think it suits... I, O'Reilly's a classy footballer but I don't think he, he doesn't seem to have the thing to get up and get back whereas McGregor seems to be that bit quicker that he seems to be able to get up and get back so and me, also I keep, while I, I keep O'Reilly there and also what I noticed as well on O'Reilly he kind of stays in that kind of pivot role he doesn't seem to he, he doesn't kind of doesn't wander basically yeah move out of it like yeah it doesn't wander away like we saw when McGregor moved forward and we're caught then when there's an attack on our back like you know that's, what I mean? what, that's what you need in that position. But that's, but that's, that's, like, that's, that's what we want, Mark. Yeah? That's aye. what we want. We want some to stay. Like this is what I this was what I've been saying since Ange came in, Mark. He, he, we need someone who just sits in that pivot role, and that's basically what I'm seeing of of O'Reilly. He actually stays in position. But I watched the Ecuador game today, and I watched their defensive midfielder. Uh, just get him up there. Menzel's his name, I think it was. I actually looked him up that I was actually so impressed with this lad today. Oh, he... Paul, come on. No, it wasn't just because it was Qatar. It's the way he conducted himself, Mark. Do you know what I mean? If you if you watch him off the ball, he just stays in his position. He breaks up play. He doesn't, there's nothing fancy about him. Mm-hmm. It, it's just evening, what Luke, I'm, just be sure. Evening, look. Thanks very much for coming in again, mate. Nice to see you, buddy. Because what what I was saying is like, 
the job we want some to do and if if we want to do is if I if I was Ange and if I was watching that match I'd go to O'Reilly just watch the fella I'm not saying we're going to sign him I just said just watch what he does you know he stays in the wrong the center circle he's the first to attack the ball so basically what what, what I was saying to you what Ange had in uh, Mida when when he was at Yokohama you know this was what this fella from Ecuador did you know he just stayed behind in the pivot road but O'Reilly's grown, grown more and more into that role, and I think Ange be making a big mistake in in taking him out of it. Mm. You know, and as well too, it, O'Reilly, from what we were we'd all discussed before, and is like is is a similar structure or size to a guy we've all at, we've all looked yeah, at. Yeah, he's a big O'Reilly's a big unit. He's probably about six two. Yeah, a bit of physicality, yeah. Yes, he's a big. I think he's about six two. I think I could be wrong now. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong. But I, he's he's a big kind of unit that can that can be. He's a bit more. He's a lot more physical than McGregor. He's a much better tackler than McGregor. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I'd be I'd be a hundred percent in agreement with you, Polly. I'd like to see past the Cowley just come back and say like you're just staying there, McGregor. You're going into Imus Hatate and the two of you can decide who goes and who stays or whatever you do. Or both go and come up and down the pitch together. Use him as like two number eights if you want to. Mm. But I hope he, I hope he, I hope he keeps it as it is, Paul. Exactly like you said. Do you think he will? So what's the, go on, Mark. Sorry. Yeah. Do you think that he will? He should. Yeah, he surely will. He surely will, Mark. That's it's suicidal to change it, like. Yeah, we. I agree with you, Terence, but we, we we've questioned for for, for numerous of times. When Ange did put someone in, when Ange did take off someone and did put someone in instead of McGregor there, it was always McGregor going back in there. I'd yeah. be very surprised if he did, and and that's just my opinion, Mark. I, I'd be very surprised if he did. What about you? If he did what? If he did switch O'Reilly for McGregor, I'd be very surprised if Ange. Uh, I'd do be surprised. I don't think he will. I because is don't. that is that is that actually Ange saying that McGregor didn't walk in that role? You know? How many times has he just come out and said, this is, this is the way I play this match? This is, we were talking about Gio, Gio Kamakis and Kyogo. It's kind of the same situation. It's, it's the same. Yeah. There's, there's here, there's plus, pros and cons for either or kind of thing in that. But no, I think McGregor, I, I think once McGregor's fit, he'll just go back, he'll get back mm-hmm. into playing that role. And again, I mean, I love Cal McGregor, you know that, Paul, but again, we'll get into Europe next year and we'll get pumped again with him playing there. I, yeah. said, I, I said that was a bit. I mean, it's a it's a weird thing you have to say that Cal McGregor is the, weak, the weakest yeah, link in the, in the team, but he really is at the European level. I'm not saying it's Scotland, but at the European level. I said on, the, on here for weeks, we'd get found out and it would be Cal McGregor playing that role, and that's what really basically happened. How many mistakes mm-hmm. and goals did he really cost us in that tournament? Mm-hmm. I mean, and if Ange wants to progress the team, he's, he's for me, he's got to look at that position. I'm not saying get rid of McGregor, I'm not saying drop McGregor, I'm not meaning anything like that. I'm agreeing between Terence is saying Vupal, move him up a bit up the pitch. But well, that he's position. More, he's more lethal, Mark, and he's more involved in the game as well. Like, you know? Aye, aye. Get him up, mere, a mere attack minded kind of playmaker, Paul. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, see if you're going to be play that pivoting role, but they call the deep line playmaker. Really, you need to be really, really exceptional, don't you? You need to be like Pirlo standards and stuff like that to 
be really effective at any great level. And if Celtic have want to move forward as a team in Europe, that's the, that's the that kind of position that we had bit in the team, that's the weak point in the team now for me. So what's the plan now? So the the Australian tour's finished. Are they going straight off now to a camp in Portugal or are they return back to Glasgow for a bit, Mark, do you know? I think they're coming back to Glasgow for a wee bit, Paul. And are we getting any time off now like the, our neighbours did two weeks? I wouldn't think so, Mark, I say, are we? I say this I, is going I'm to be not, a training break for Ange, I think, isn't this? I've not heard they them getting any no. Maybe get a few... Maybe, maybe if I to get back to Glasgow, Paul, it'll be a couple of days over that day. Mm-hmm. Going like sleep off the jet lag. Well, I couldn't see, see Ange letting, I, I could see letting the players jet off. No, no I don't. Like I can't, to Spain no. and Colombia and, and and stuff like that, like holiday. No. You know, Ange well, would use this to get his team. Huh? It's mid-season, Mike. You know, it's yeah. not. You know, I mean, the only reason is that the only reason it is is because the World Cup. So, from from for me, it's, but realistically, it's the winter like, break, like isn't it? Realistically, this is the winter break that. You know. Like, mm. well, no, the reason I'm saying that, though, is, Mark, I said it to you, was that uh, our neighbours' fans were kicking up a fuss that Gio left all his players going on, go, go on a two-week holiday when Celtic went to Australia and played two games. And I, and I was like, I can't see Ange doing that. Like, I think Ange would use this to walk with the team again and get the team ready uh, for, the, for the second half of the season, you know? Aye, aye, I don't... As I said, Paul... They'll maybe get a couple of days off in that when they get mm-hmm. back from Australia and a couple of days off later on. But most of the time, Paul, they'll be working, they'll be in training or they'll be see, Portugal into they're going to for I heard something. Before they, <clears throat> they're leaving Australia, they're meeting the Australian actor and mad Celtic fan, Skippy, uh, is meeting the Celtic team tomorrow before they, they leave Sydney. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Imagine they're going to meet Skippy and the kangaroos. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Scott McDonald, you funny. I did, I know I did, that's why I said it. Skippy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I don't even know what to say to that. Just, I'll give you that it. one, Paul. Since I wasted your home and away joking intro. <laughs> you did, you did, boy. You heard that one, Terence? No. Yeah. I said Celtic mess. Uh, Australian uh, president, firefighter, former firefighter, lifeguard, policeman. Uh, Alex Stewart said it was a great honour to meet the Celtic <laughs> football team. <laughs> Alex Stewart. <laughs> oh my God. Just Alex Stewart. Just reading the season. Like we always kind of do this, Mark, in 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 January. Anyway, we we yeah, always hold kind on of do two things, Paul. Just when you're talking about, I've just looked that up about. Uh, uh, I'm just talking about. It's an old interview for a couple of weeks ago. What his plans were. It's probably the only time we'll have within the next sort of period to get down to finally you're there. They know we're going to be here to get down to Melbourne visit friends. I've got another week off after those games, so I'm going to come down to Melbourne just catch up with people, watch the games in telly. Then we head back because we'll go back, go back straight after that and go straight into camp in Portugal. Get ready for the second half of the year. So, so they'll, take just, the Ange, off, they'll take the week off as a group in, Aust- in Australia, so is it? No, Ange's, no, Ange's maybe, it looks as if maybe it's just Ange that's staying over there to visit his family and friends and the rest of them are, the rest of them are, like the team will be heading back and then maybe they've got a week off, Paul Bear looks at there. 
So yeah. they've got a week probably to just spend some time with their family. Their and families that. and stuff like that, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, you can't expect... I mean, no. That's, I mean, that's nearly two days in the air they guys have spent in, what, five, the last five days or something, six days. Mm-hmm. I mean, 40, 22 flights in there. Anybody, mm-hmm. any has been to Australia, terms or that, no? No, mate, no, no, no. I, no. I couldn't sit in a plane for that length of time. No, no, <clears> man, no. I'd be the same as you. If I had to do it for about ten hours and they nearly killed me, that that was that was the longest. But I could have to Iraq, weren't this? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well I couldn't I couldn't go to Australia, like that'd be too long. Jeez, being a yeah, that would kill me now. I'm not a great flyer anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh just looking at the season so far, Marcus, look we always kinda of do it in January when the the winter break comes on. But listen, we only we only lost one game because of that was what we said at the time uh, and kind of made too many changes uh, to that. And I think that was the only reason we kind of lost that game. I think it was about nine, was it eight changes he made to that? That team, that yeah. time, wanted he made about eight changes to the... He made it, it was a good few anyway. It was a good few games, it was all right. Some of them were to be fair. We Some of them were forced, to be fair, to Ball, though. Yeah, they were forced were in somewhere. Two Vickers was injured that time as well, yeah. weren't they? It was, it was Yen was, and uh, Welch, I think, in the back line, wasn't it? was, it? yeah. Yeah, they had a nightmare. Uh, so, we're sitting 15th. Uh, we won four. Won 14, sorry. Two none. Lost one. Goal difference of 37. With nine points, Clare was sitting in 42. A team who was saying, like, Terence, what I said to Mark before, what you came on, there's no power in scoring goals, and and having that 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 the goal difference is 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 enormous. I think it's it's plus eighteen or uh, seventeen. I think it's one of twenty. But it's it, it could be more. Do you know what I mean? It could be an astronomical goal difference. We could have by now the simple fact we we didn't take chances in in games. Right. You know? Yeah. But big in, in all in all in all, like it's nine points clear. We 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 could ask for more. Graham Sooner said. We have to thank Var. So uh, what's he what's he all about? What's he all about? Is he just come out? I mean, I think he's just I, attention seeking. I don't. Why, why is he all? Where's he? Where is he? He's not on Sky, isn't he? No, no, he's not. No, he's taking so off where Sky. Is, so where is he coming out? Is he just phoning up the paper and coming out with a shit? I think so, Mark. Yeah, I think he wants I mean, to be relevant again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, but that but I thought he's. he's is he on, he's not on that talk sport or that, is it? Is no, that I don't think he's done at the moment. No. He used no. to come on to... Um, uh, I'm just thinking, he just seems to... He just seems to be popping up everywhere when I oh, All of a sudden, Mark, like yeah. That, like that Crystal Palace guy, that Simon Jordan, that same thing. Is he maybe on that mm-hmm. talk sport or something? And this is where he's coming out with all this garbage and the papers are picking up on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, guy, I, 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 I hate, I'd never like Graham Soon. It's not a David Rangers or nothing. Just even when he played with Liverpool, and that, I just. I played him. the game. I played the game. I know what I'm talking about. I played the game. That's what he'd be saying. Uh, you know, you know, it's what nine points, Clare Terence. I suppose. Look, we're, we're, we're sitting comfortable. I I can't see Celtic lose nine points. There's no disincentive. Shouldn't lose nine points, but mm-hmm. that, that's the bottom line. They shouldn't. They're they're more more than com- more than comfortable in the driver's seat at this stage, and um, like it's it's theirs to lose. 
you know, that's that's the difference. And they just have to ensure that they come back after the World Cup and, and continue in the same stay in the form. Good night, Brian. Good night, Brian, mate. Thanks for coming in, bud. Get your way your work, mate. Enjoy your shift. Sorry, dear. You're grand, but no, you're fine, mate. And they just have to come back, Paul, in the same vein, and they have to come back with the same mentality, and they come back with the same attitude, and from the word go, basically, just just drive hard and drive as fast as they can. Like, they, they always say, Paul, like, when you've got someone down, and they're down, you need to keep them down, and you need to finish them off, mm-hmm. and finish them off as quickly mm-hmm. as possible. You can't, simply can't, sorry, Paul, simply can't give them a chink of life. No. They can't give them any any slender bit of hope to think that they can reverse this around. And that's why, Terence, I thought it was crucial that Celtic didn't drop points in, in the lead-up to this break. I, mm. I would have been delighted going on this break with seven points, but to go there with nine is, is just amazing. If if we would if we would have dropped points and if they would have won, it's going back to what you were saying, like it's giving them more and more encouragement. So Celtic now need to move on. Uh, from this and of course what we have seen from Celtic teams in the past as well Mark is when these winter breaks do come Celtic actually do come back fitter and better aye aye you know that's the kind of the norm isn't it I mean we can mm. buy be- bigger and better and they, they kind of fall apart I mean so yes, eight months ago Paul we'd win this league with double figures and I get accused of being arrogant and all, oh, you can't yeah. say that and all oh, this part and that. And look at us, the new, we're nine points clear already. I'm more mm. than confident, more than, even if you want to call me an arrogant get or whatever, I'm more than confident now that Celtic will win this league. Mark, you're one big... point there. Do you know what I mean? You're one point there. You know what I mean? Uh, aye, aye. And there's no way Celtic will do it. That's just absolutely no way Celtic will lose. Any... Me, me and you were talking about it last night again, Paul. If Celtic lost this league now, turns would you want Ange sacked? It'd be it'd be fairly touch and go, wouldn't it? Uh, but it really would be, wouldn't it? it I would. I I'm staying at you now, lads. I I would. I would. It I would. think this for you, me. Evening, Eddie. Nice to see you again, Eddie, mate. Matt, this, for me, losing a nine-point lead to a bad Rangers team would be worse than losing the ten in a row. Because you you can't let this Rangers team win the league. They, they're, they're so bad. No. You know what I mean? You know? It would be more of a shock. It would be more of a shock for me Celtic losing this league with a nine-point lead than winning the league last season. Yeah. Yeah. I think this league will be over in March. I really do. If Celtic come up with the same attitude, Paul, and the same drive, and I can't see any reason why they shouldn't, and just drive on and and keep doing what they're doing and keep hammering home win after win after win after win. The Rangers Rangers will just they'll just capitulate. They won't be able to they won't be able to sustain it. They just won't be able to keep on Celtic's coattails. Because even the fact that they're nine points behind, they're lucky to be only nine points behind at times. Because mm-hmm. they're hanging on, they're hanging on and they're hanging on and they're hanging on. It could have it could quite come to be more they scored a very late goal against St Mirren. When there was about seventy-five minutes injury time, we lost you know, to St. So Martin, which was unex- I mean, if we if we won that St. Martin game, that's was twelve points clear already, didn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. And can you just think as well, there's another three derbies to go. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying we'll win the three of them, but imagine we did. That's, that's an eighteen-point gap. Like we've a lot of games coming up, like in in the space for short time over the Christmas period. We've Aberdeen on the seventeenth, 
we've Livingston on the 21st. We've St. Johnston then uh, three days later on the 24th. Four days later, then we've Hibonians on the 28th, and then we've we, we the Derby on the second. It's, it's it's a lot of games to be playing in, in a short time, and it's good as well like that the players actually have this break before this this Christmas one, Mark. I but I, I, I even reading that they're getting about they're getting a week off of that to spend a bit of time with their family because see I mean don't get us wrong I get paid mega money but you see like when the sky took off it but you used to see like players in the be on the telly and they'd be talking about how it's a bit tough no seeing their family much your Christmas blah 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 but uh, but you uh, but you're, you're a millionaire mate but they still get young kids and stuff like that you know what I mean sir. A lot of the players, Mark, love playing these, Chris, these Christmas games. A lot of the players love the buzz of playing in the long Christmas. Aye, you know I mean? and well, this month, this came early, but we are talking about the winter shutdown, so they could get by it with their family, be saying, look, I've got a mm-hmm. few weeks off in January, but now they're getting it before this. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Celtic, they'll come back flying. Sorry. I'm, sure, I'm sure that Celtic will come back, back to their best. I'm, just for the time off, getting a wee bit of relaxed time, <laughs> Warmer training here in Portugal and stuff like that. I'm looking for Celtic to come back and start really, really kicking on and for the getting the European fit, but to distract yeah. us or anything like that. So I'm just expecting this is what Celtic is. Is the treble on, Mark? Do you think? Is the treble on? Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. Don't see why, no. That's going mm-hmm. to be the aim. That's going to yeah. For me, that's the aim for Celtic every year, Paul. Because mm-hmm. it should be. Even even the League Cup, I know it doesn't mean much, but you you still don't want them to win it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Aye, if we aye, don't win it, we aye, don't care who when they don't win it. Yeah. As, long, as long as they don't win it, I, I, I don't really bother much about the League Cup. I, I actually prefer that we, that some of the kind of smaller teams are that, maybe getting to the final of the League Cup. It's a bit... It doesn't really but do you, much. But you can't win the trouble without us. No, aye, I know, aye, I know what you're saying there, Terence, aye, aye. And who's been your star performer so far this season? I'm going to start off and I'm going to give it to Craig Taylor. Fuck Craig off, Taylor. no chance, no chance of you taking him. <laughs> no fucking chance, Paul. But he has to I'll be, be man. I'm coming out to smash your windies for that. I've stuck <laughs> up for him. How long have I stuck up for him in oh. this <clears throat> and you're going, that's how you done that there, because I stole your home and away joke, you've done that, you've done that. <laughs> but he has, though, he's been the most consistent, and you see when he's, you, you've seen when he's out of the team, we're actually not the same team without him, when, when he doesn't play, and that's... Well, Mark, Mark, you should go for Greg Taylor, leave him go for Craig Taylor. <laughs> yeah, exactly, thanks. yeah, just, I was just going to take on Scott there, right, yeah, you know, you know. But he uh, has done, Mark, hasn't oh, he? Aye, definitely. Aye, definitely. I mean, we all said we needed a kind of upgrade for, for Greg Taylor, even getting into Europe. I'll, I'll, I mean, I always stuck up, I always liked him. I'd always said he was good enough for us in the, the league and stuff like that, but we maybe need to look a bit for somebody a bit better for Europe. But he was one of our best players in that Champions League as well, Paul. Well, Mark, how would you compare him now to Tierney? When Taylor was in this Celtic team, and you not 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 Taylor now in the past, Taylor in this present day, and you you were Taylor in his present day, is there? Everyone is saying that Taylor came into the Celtic team at the wrong time, and you, everyone's comparing it to Taylor. But how would you compare him to Taylor now? 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Oh, I'd take 25 million pounds for them. <laughs> I don't think there's any comparison, Bob. Is there much difference between them now, Terrence? That's what I'm trying to say. Like, there, much, there, there is, Tierney was... I, I I like Greg Taylor a lot, but 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 Tierney was Tierney was different. Tierney he was. Never, but he never kind of kicked on, didn't he? No. No, he 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 didn't. He, he never I mean, really kicked on. But problems and stuff as well. But he's not really yeah, the same player people expect him to be. But he he, was, he he had an X factor when he was playing with Celtic. Though that's the one thing I would say. Only Tierney did. You know what I mean? I mean maybe it's the speed. Maybe speed is a big asset for a fella, but he was. He was up and but down the line more than in the night. But has Taylor improved on the engine in, in that sense? Now, Terence, like his speed and his getting up and down the line is something that we thought we'd never see Taylor doing. We don't miss Tierney as much as no. we have. I, I no. know you're maybe getting that for maybe no word in it, right? But we've always kind of, oh, we need to get a place, Kieran Tierney. And I, but I think we have replaced him now. Does that make yeah. sense? He's, no, he's maybe not as good as Tierney. Because if he was, another big English team would be in for him. And who knows mm-hmm. what's going to happen? Do you know what I mean? Because I think, Mark, if... You can't tell if, me that... If, if Lennon was still in charge of that England. team, Taylor wouldn't have been good enough. If, the, nah, if Lennon was still there. That's but a motor. It's like yeah. Ralston, Paul, all that's doing yeah. the range for me. It's, 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 it's just down to the manager, isn't it? It's just down to the manager and coaches and, aye, and what aye. they did with Ralston and, uh, uh, and Taylor. You know? Yeah, but Paul, Kelly McGregor wasn't good enough for Neil Lennon either, so... No? No? Neither was Tierney. No, neither was Tierney, no. So, like, what... Because what if he would have stayed down with Ryan Delight, they'd have been gone, so wouldn't they, Mark? Wouldn't they that time, wouldn't they? Aye, definitely, aye. Aye. You know, certain players like a Tierney and... Other great players that have played at Celtic Falls. Sometimes it's it's now impossible to replace them with a similar guy because of where Celtic play. But certainly, uh, Greg Taylor has has become a very very more than adequate replacement for Tierney. And like he's he, the the left back role is basically it's his done and dusted. Mm. Like he's the number one by by a long shot because he's he's a consistent. I'm going to say nearly eight out of ten, in seven, eight out of yeah. ten in every game. Yeah. Whether, whether whether that's in Europe or whether that's in Scotland, um, and I would, I wouldn't necessarily say his pace has increased, Paul, because I don't think sometimes it's very hard to increase your pace, but it's his all-round play. Mm-hmm. He's all-round play. He's energy. Yeah, 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 he's
It is because he, he's getting up and down the park now. He looks, he looks. I, I when I was, I'll hold my hand up. I certainly thought there twelve, eighteen months ago, maybe longer. He was struggling to get up and down the park, and I said I didn't mm-hmm. think he was good enough. Yeah, I thought they, need, they, need, they needed a, a new left back, and I'm, I'm I'm quite comfortable that those words have been rammed down my throat by Greg Taylor. I'm only more than pleased that he's done it, and I agree with you, Mark. I think his fitness levels that he's getting up and down the park now, and he's a lot more involved. That's a huge that's a huge thing that's coming to him. Whether that's down to the the sports science guys that they're able to look at it and say. You know, Taylor things differently, excuse the pun. Taylor things differently. Be turned, yeah, because we didn't have you know? these. Like we, we we've seen it since we brought in this fella Anton from from Spurs, Mark. What turns the thing there? We've seen the fitness levels since he came in, and actually less injuries in the squad since he came in. You know, look at last season. How many players were dropping out, pulling muscles and stuff like that uh, at the start of the season. This time last year, we were nearly down to our bare bones going into right. the Christmas well because of injuries. So they, you, you have to applaud the sports science department and Ange for bringing in this guy aye, aye. to rectify this problem that was in the club. You know, but, but the only thing as well, Paul, we always knew that there was going to be an awful lot of injuries last year because mm-hmm. the levels of Pasta Coglu had expected and the level that the players were at under, say, Lennon were, were night and day. So you mm-hmm. always knew when he was going to push them to a, to, to a level that their bodies weren't used to, that eventually they were going to break down. And they were going to break down because the other side of it as well is he didn't have the squad. So you were asking guys to continually come back to the, come back to the, come back to the watering hole to mm-hmm. keep going, to keep going, to keep going. And you had Turnbull going down. And you had numerous other players just fatigue and muscle fatigue. And eventually hamstrings were going left, right and centre. But as you mm-hmm. said, now they're so used to it now and with the sports science, their, their their bodies are at this level, and Greg Taylor is a prime example of that. Mm-hmm. They were like Jabber eating the edibles after an Ange training session, getting the greenie. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what they were like, man. <laughs> you know, what? Anything else you want to say about the the, the season so far? I, I think the only kind of downfall was our performance in Europe. Look, I don't dwell it too much, but. You, you could I think that's like, what kind of knocked us off a kilo a bit. Yeah, though. definitely, Mark. I said that, that that was creeping into the form of and I, hate, and I hate that kind of excuse, all this kind of... Oh, but it had, though, Mark. It, it really did. A European did. hangover and that. But it did. I think it, was more, I think it was more like a psychological... Yeah, th- Psychological thing, rather than like a fitness or tiredness mm-hmm. kind of thing. They try and pass it, pass it off as this kind of mm-hmm. European hangover excuse that people use, but... I mean, Europe. I was disappointed. It was a tough group, but I, I thought we, we we should have really. I think we should have got third place. Mm-hmm. Logan and all again, and for me, it just basically comes down to Ange and his stubbornness, Paul. Yeah, really. That's, yeah. that's how I kind of look at it. So he says he's not going to change. Players don't learn anything from. You, get, you know, I mean, no players don't learn anything if they're just getting in and you're asking them to do a job. You're not asking them to do every week and that. Well, I think Europe's, I think Europe's might be going to be a bit unless we, unless there's some serious money spent in the squad because you can't, we can't get into the game, games and play like that. And do you get what I mean? Knowing yeah. they're just coming up against the players that are, we know these players. They've got all these teams. have got a couple of players that are just totally different gravy to us terms. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That's, the, that's the difference. Well, he keeps saying it, man. The players are playing with Real Madrid and Leipzig and Shakhtar and all these other teams wherever we play. 
They're playing with them for a reason. The players are playing with Celtic for a reason. You know, there's a, that's why they're half the Real Madrid squad are probably or more than are probably at the World Cup. There's probably a load of Leipzig guys at the World Cup. There's probably a good few. I don't know. Maybe it depends on Jack Nesk. I don't know if the I don't think the Ukraine qualified or whatever they did. Well, whatever. If there's players in those teams that are are that club their countries in the World Cup, there's a good possibility they're all at the World Cup as well. You know what I mean? So there's a reason that right. these guys play these play these things. For me, the biggest disappointment for Celtic in the Champions League is I don't think they play to their potential at all. Uh-huh. And I, 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 it's, it's not it's not the losing. Yeah, you don't like losing, but sometimes it's the manner in which they lost. And they just for me they didn't play to their to their potential. And to me, an awful lot of players look like they were nearly starstruck and rabbit and headlights moments because some of the way some of the performances and particularly some of the finishing that we've talked about numerous times, it was you know players just didn't. Players nearly looked like it was stage fright that they were that they were there. They were, I'm playing Champions League. Oh my God! I'm playing Real Madrid. I'm playing Leipzig in Germany or Shakhtar Donetsk. But and they just they just didn't. Some of them just didn't perform for me, and that that was the most disappointing thing for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, put that in the, the, you put that in the private chat. Paul Razor known that. I did. Yeah, I didn't come aye, up on the team, Mark. Just uh, just say to lads there, uh, what's your thoughts on on the season so far, and, and uh, who's been your most consistent player so far this season if you want to type them in there and we'll read them out from from the, the live chat you know Mark I suppose we, we, you really can't really ask for more go, going into this break really with the nine points can you it's, I, I, I really didn't expect this you know no I don't know I, I wasn't expecting this to be this far in front I mean mm-hmm. if there's somebody put up what is it 14 games played yeah 14 nine games, points. 9 care I mean, after 14 games, Mark. And a plus goal difference of uh, 18. No, yeah. I see that. I'm, I see that. Imagine we, we win all the Derby games. But the way things are going, we can, Rangers could win every game between now and the end, end of the season, and we could win every one apart from the three Derby games, and we still win the league. Mm-hmm. That's that, like basically, it. that's how kind of far we're in front, Paul. Yeah. They're just. Yeah. Our I mean, goal difference at the moment uh, an extra point. It's an extra point. It's your mm-hmm. point. You, you're saying, oh, I think we'll have the league tied up for marching. I think it's basically tied up the new poll. And I, I think the majority of Rangers fans, if they're honest, would accept Oh, that. I'm actually going officially confirmed. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, oh aye, officially aye, aye. confirmed in March or something mm-hmm. like that, that they, they, they won't they, they be mathematically clear uh, that they actually couldn't catch us. You know? There isn't a Rangers fan in the world today I'll sit there and think they're capable of coming back and winning this league. Oh, I think they're not over, Mark. Yeah, I really do. No, I mean, I mean, they'll maybe not admit it to to us or that, but they'll maybe not even admit it to their own kind. But they'll know deep down in themselves that this season. I mean, they want Geo sacked. They want that. I don't even can't even mean is that somebody Wilson. No, I think I know, Mark. They're they're in the same problem as we were with Peter Lowell on the board with the 10 in the row and Lee Lennon as a manager they, their problems lie far more than Gio and, and they oh, don't realise aye, that aye. Gio is the scapegoat and, and that's yeah, just I've told it. Paul I've said this and I've, I've, yeah. I've argued with, with people on the forum in that era uh, for me they, uh, for a start Van Bronckhurst isn't your typical Rangers manager no he's too honest and he's he's a He's a genuinely nice guy. You can tell that. You can tell his interviews that he's actually a nice guy. And but he's all he's also a good coach, Paul. 
You don't want that. Yeah, shouldn't he's go- one of these fine odd pals come out there and he said today the fella Jan Vormin, I think his name or something like that was he came out and said, Look, what can he do with these Rangers players? Like this, half of them are overaged. I mean, Gio Aye. worked with young talents in, in fine art he, and, and he was able to play. He's like, he can't even play that he wants to play, Mark, because no. these players can't get up and down the pitch. Aye, and it's just it's the remnants of Gerrard's team. Morelis doesn't want to be there. Ryan Cunt doesn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. Their, their contracts are out. Other ones, as you say, it's half of them. in the goalkeeper. He went with that. I, I mean, that McLaughlin meant I used to think he was a young guy. He, he, uh, aye, aye, he was a kind of a prospect goalkeeper or something like yeah. that. Mark, they're going to have to buy. Like we we were on about last week. Like should we be looking to replace in Hart? They have to replace two goalkeepers. Do you know what I mean? Two. Because uh, that young lad McCory. What Mark is it, Mark? Steve. They have McCory, is it? Don't ask aye, them. Aye. Is it? He's never. I he's never been or something, is he? Yeah, but he's not great. Like is he, Terry? I think he's only on loan at them, though, isn't he? He is, yeah. And, but you know, but, but that's what. But that's. But that's what. That's what they'll have to. That's what they'll have to yeah. do, Paul. But. As I said, this is the this is the time though, Paul, for Celtic and Mark mentioned it here numerous times. True this is the time that, this is the time for Celtic to, to to really, really make a gap, really make a hole in it. Mm-hmm. And as he said, as Mark would have always said, make Celtic the, the Paris Saint Germain of Scotland. You know, that's Mark has said it numerous times. Celtic Celtic are, Celtic have had numerous opportunities <clears throat> to as I say, when the opposition are down to finish them off. And and really really make a big statement and, and a big gap between the the two clubs, like this is Celtic have a, a good opportunity because as you said there, Paul Rangers are in a bit of turmoil. Everyone's blaming Van Bronckhorst. He can't open his mouth about anything to say that we were bad or this was bad or we don't have money for this, we don't have money for that or whatever it is. Everything is directed at him. And the bottom the bottom line is their players, as you said, there's there's seems to be situations with Morelis and Kent and. Whoever else, it's it's time for it's it's this is the time where Celtic can really really nail it home and 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 make a big big gap if they if they do if they do it right and hopefully with not to be disparaging to the man but obviously Lowell is gone so you know what I mean there's no better time to do it than now and 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 make that mark for Celtic because if you look at no look at the squad now right this squad doesn't need no overhaul it just and it has the perfect plan in place now, Mark, is that what he needs to do is add in this extra quality. bit of quality to quality. the team every season. This extra one or two players that are going to be Celtic yeah. up to this next level. And that's going back to the point Terence is making and you're making. This is how Celtic make this gap bigger. Do you mean we, we have players now who are on four or five year contracts, Mark, that we didn't see on the piece of Lord. We're tying these young players down that if a bid comes in, we can go, well, he's three, four years still, he's contract lads, we want money for him. Do you know what I mean? So the money's going to come in to buy this extra piece of quality that we need. Right, I, that's, that's exactly that, Paul. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and see, really, I mean, we went on about the transformation in such a, a short space of time last season under Ange when he came in. Mm-hmm. We were doing it the bare bones in that. But, no, as back then we needed good players in, but we needed a lot of them and we needed them in quick. No, we don't. That's what you're saying, Paul. We don't need that. Just two or three players every season that's better than what we've got. Or if we get a big bid in for 
some player and he leaves, it's a replacement for him and we keep that progress going. But it's made, for me, but it's exactly that. We need to start... If Celtic want to be a better club, especially in Europe, they need to start... For me again, Paul, just it goes back to the wages. You know what I mean? Yeah. The transfer fees, they don't really mean much in modern football at your kind of level. Whether you're paying six million for a player or eight it's million, wages, it's the gap, Mark, yeah. It's the gap. Wages, it, yeah. if we start playing that, and I, I would love to see Celtic going out and signing somebody and looking in the market is somebody in like, I don't know, the 50, 60 grand bracket, Paul. And that, right? And well, whether, I mean, whether, it, mean, whether it meant you can market should deliver that, right? Fair dues. But that player would take us to the next level. Yeah, I yeah. think Mark does what you're saying there. I think bringing in uh, Mark Lorr, he's going to bring us into transfer markets, Mark, that we haven't been in, in before. All these young players that he's been signing for Man City, for Yokohama, for not just them, like, but the whole Man City group, Mark, because. Well, he he was signing players for the group, oh, but Man City's the head beast. You get me? But he was putting aye. these players then into different leagues. But that's like, what I was going to say. Yeah, this yeah. is the thing we when we're talking about Rangers here. Now this is it. Mark, it's no Mark Wilson, Ross Wilson, is that's it? Winston. Ross Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Him, he's, it's, it's him that's making these signings. Yeah. But it's no it's no players that Van Bronckhorst wants or no. that even needs or is it? That's what I'm saying. Van Bronckhorst a good coach. You give him a say in the players that he wants to bring in, and he will build you a good team. The best thing about be. Mark Lawl, Mark, is that he worked with Ange, and he knows Ange, Ange from Yokohama, so he and knows. But Mark what Ange could, wants. Mark, but see honestly, Paul Mark Lawl is probably done that much scouting and stuff like that, and get a on that much. He could probably walk into any club and shoot and work with any manager. To get any man, however the manager wanted to build his team or his squad, Matt Well would know some. All right, well, what about this player? I saw him, and to get, I mean, he, that's With, his kind of knowledge. That's been, a, that's been well, one Matt, of the great. Matt Well's been one of the best signing Celtics made. Definitely, it, it really is. Definitely, you, don't, you, don't work, when, you don't work for you don't work for a club like Man City doing that job if you can't do it. Definitely, Terence. Yeah, we said that. We said that, Mark. I think when we first came in, and people said. Oh, he got it for the connections of uh, Peter. He wouldn't have came to Celtic if Peter Law was still there. No, he wouldn't you have know, came if Peter Law was still there. But it's even if he did come because he's, he's who his dad was, and that, that people go, that's ah, he's for the boy. But, Mark, then, but that's that good. good that's thing, using, yeah, exactly, that's Mark. That's using, using your, your resources and your connections. Aye. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just oh, are, you, are, you, are you looking at my nose there, my wapa? Yeah, fucking hell. Ma, ma, Mappy, where are you from, mate? If it's 3 a.m. But you're where, uh, where did they think Celtic got Pasta Cogler from? More oh, than likely. We, we were actually talking about that, Terence, um, or fair myself and but, Mark. But good night anyway, mate. So a good night. Um, Thanks very much again for coming in. Remember, we were saying that, Mark. We were kind of putting two and two together, like in the time when Maggie McCoy said. Dominic McCoy said, uh, he tried to kind of claim it, didn't he? Yeah, and then it I think that was all down to Lauren. Mark aye, Lauren there. Because it you came know? out a few months after it, some of the stuff mm. Ange said and that. that I, it was really down to Peter Lowell, so again, yeah. fair play to him. There was all the Fergal Hark and stuff as well. There was, there was a lot of the Men's City stuff. His deal was done. That deal was done with Hark, and I said that due to time, Mark. And then Dominic McCoy came in at the last meeting and 
Fogel Harkin didn't like the way Dominic McCoy had a, a vision for the club that he said it was too amateurish for the club and he didn't like the direction McCoy wanted to go. And that's the reason why Mark, he, he came out himself and said that. That's the reason he pulled out because it was the last meeting he had with Dominic McCoy. But yeah, again, yeah. Paul, you've got to question how he Dominic McKay actually got that exactly, in the first yeah. place. It's not as if it's somebody just turned up to, to work in a shop for an interview. Do you get what I mean? Oh, you can I get a job by come up for an interview on Monday, you got for an interview, right? Can you start on Tuesday? I mean that's when mm. most, I mean that was Celtic hired some big head agency and all that's kinda of part. Fair enough, Mark, like he was the CEO of Ruby and Terence you probably know more than me, he probably did great things for the Ruby. But I'd be pretty sure, Mark, it'd be different running a, a Scottish football club than a rugby union club to Terence Woodis. It was massive. Well, he was running, he was running the the Scottish rugby union, rugby union. So it's the Scottish national rugby team. Mm-hmm. Like in, in looking after the kind of commercial sides and stuff like that. Like the Six Nations, for argument's sake, is a couple of games. The the winter autumn or the autumn internationals that they're playing now, they're a couple of games. Club football is every single day. Yeah, and every like single he, week. He, he wouldn't have dealings like every every single day dealings <laughs> that Celtic would do, Terence. Like, would he not? No, he wouldn't. Did you see the point? No. There's no players' contracts. Yeah, fair enough. But players' contracts are within the, the, the Scottish clubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scottish clubs. You're not gonna you're not gonna transfer a guy for ten million from Edinburgh to Munster for argument's sake. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. there's no trans, there's no transfers in rugby. You know, mm-hmm. players might leave one club and go to the other, and they might yeah, they might die for two hundred thousand. Yeah, if you sign up yeah. for, if you leave Scotland and if you sign up for Ireland, you're signing within the road, the Ireland Union. Then Terence, yeah, yeah, but you might, you might be, yeah, you might be going from a guy, a guy might be finished his contract, might be finished with Edinburgh for argument's sake. He might be, mm-hmm. and, and he's and he's signing and he's, he's his contract's up, and he'll sign for Munster for two years. But you won't see a guy pre with two years left in his contract and months are going in and saying, Oh, we'll offer a million and a half and for argument's sake. There'll be no crazy money like that, but a million and a half mm-hmm. for him to come over. It's not it's normally players' contracts are finished and then they move on. That's what it is. So there's no he would have no he would in my opinion he would have had no dealings whatsoever in regards to the negotiations. To the, yeah. to the negotiations. I I don't he wasn't CEO and he was Paul of the of the Scottish Rugby Union. I think he was more in in the commercial side of stuff. He was he was he was well, but he definitely wasn't CEO of the Scottish Rugby Union, to my knowledge. How did you get by yeah. the interview process? I really don't know, Mark. Like it is, like what you're saying there, like is it's one of the, the strangest appointments. I just really I, that came really, in, like because I mean, don't get it. I mean, people. It's pop three up interviews. You go for a CEO, talks. Mark. It's three interviews. Three interviews for a CEO. So he would have had three interviews. Like I David more than that, Paul. No, it's whether two interviews a, aye, but whether it's aye, but whether it's official or unofficial. Yeah, but I think the last charged. one Denmark would have been with Dermot Desmond. So aye. Desmond would have to give the all clear as well for this, like do you aye, know what I mean? Aye. You know. But you'd you'd imagine most of those roles, Paul, first and foremost, are headhunters. Yeah. It's not like it's not like these guys are all headhunted they could be oh look your man is actually doing a dynamite job there he's in the Scottish Rugby Union and you know there's a fragment sake look there's a fella with Peterborough United he's their, their chief executive you know there's a fella there doing a job he's Joe that's the, and you, the hiring the, as Mark said the company who are doing the hiring the HR company would They'd be going to speak to Celtic and Celtic and say, "Look, this is the kind of candidate we're looking for." 
and they'd have experts in the HR company going, yeah, look, these are three or four guys that we've looked at the first 10 guys we've looked at. And Celtic will have to prove all these guys beforehand. And they go, yeah, look, yeah, okay, uh, we'll see what he thinks, see what he thinks, see what he thinks. It starts a list of 20, down to 15, down to 12, yeah. down to 5, and then yeah. you start... Yeah. But but Nicholson like, must have been in that list on that night, time as well. Good night, God. Said, good night, mate. Thanks Mark, very much for coming in, Rod. Would you think, would you think Nixon was on that list when we hired Dominic McCoy? He was. Aye, you know, probably, I, I'm thinking they're like, just, just go, like, what you're saying, and the way Peace of Law kind of did business before. I wouldn't surprise me, Mark, if he was recommended to Peace of Law and Peace of Law went by that recommendation. You know, guy. Yeah. I think maybe, maybe Peter Law and him are all pals or something. No, like. no, I'm saying that he could have been recommended to Peace of Law by a, a buddy. Do you get me? Or this fella here on the Scottish. Uh, but even that, top, I mean, uh, but even what you're saying, maybe, maybe that's friendly. Yeah. You know, but he, 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 he's a huge marketing background, Paul McCoy. Yeah. He was massive with the marketing and, and, and the retailing and all that. So unless Celtic saw him that he's a very viable guy for the the expansion and the commercialisation for Celtic, that's what, he, that's what his whole background was in the Scottish Rugby Union, was yeah, getting his sponsorship yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. If that's the role Celtic went down because they were, for argument's sake, thinking, well, we're going to get a director of football in anyway to look after the football side. We'll get this guy mm-hmm. in to look after the commercial side of Celtic and the promoting the Celtic and getting in the monies and getting in the sponsorship and all that. I, I don't know, but that could have been that could have been a that could have been a thought process in there. Yeah, but, it is, but, it but is. you meant Michael Nichols Paul was way more qualified yes, than Dominic McCoy because yes, he's he's a, he's a solicitor by profession and his yeah. his occupation was dealing with contracts. Contract. He was always involved in contracts with Celtic. So any player contracts either in or out of the club he was the guy that was the go-to guy for all even, this stuff. It was even Ange that dealt with him, Mark, when he came in with his contracts. Ange even said that he got the job. Or Nick, I've been dealing with Nixon since I came in. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, he's a, he's, a, he's a lawyer by profession, so he right. and his 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 expertise is well, at the time was obviously dealing with contracts, dealing with you know pre-agreements, dealing with all the, the finer details. I wouldn't know the ins and outs with, but the finer details of all that. So Michael Nichols was very much involved in that albeit in a sense behind the scenes no one would see him because obviously he wasn't in the forefront but he obviously had massive experience and massive knowledge in that in mm-hmm. that side of it you know what I mean so he was he clearly was hugely qualified because look he stepped into yeah, the role definitely. and it's, yeah. he, he stepped into the role and he appears to be like a duck to water definitely you know, you know and it's Mark he's the CEO that we, we've been crying for it's not about him it's about the club aye you know? aye but don't get right. Good night, Luke. Thanks very much for joining us, bud. And come on, get into the, uh, the Discord. Meet the rest of the lads in there. Look, comes out of Balamina every for every mm-hmm. game. And he's in the standing section, so I might as well hook him up with Welshie and that. Do you know what I mean? Perfect, perfect. <clears throat> aye, I've given that to Nicholson, but I still think there's times probably maybe should come out. I don't even. I think he will, Mark. Even, a, he, even give some puff piece for interviews with Celtic TV or yeah, something. Yeah, maybe he might do one, Mark, over the Christmas period or something like that, Mark. Or maybe he's not that type of person, Mark, that wants to be in front of the camera. I think what we, we'll see him, Mark, I, we might see him at the end of the season. But I think as a, the CEO of Celtic, Paul, you've got to at least have kind of some access. I, I know that like Peter Lowe in the paper every second day with rent quotes and stuff like that, but... Yeah, so he had his own kind of um, 
journalist as well, Mark, weren't they? That I think uh, came out through this journalist who was going out through the club, weren't they? Aye, uh, neither his, his wee kind of pals in the Celtic social media circle and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. But as a CEO of Celtic, he should maybe come out and even say, like, no, right, we're, we're in a break. Why not come out and do a wee puff piece interview with Celtic, with Celtic TV? That's yeah. us in the winter break. They'd watch but it, man. Fans would watch I, it. Like, aye, yeah. aye. The, the, the accounts are out. The, the, the accounts are out. We're in this break. We're charging on in the league for, for, for about Europe. Stuff like that. Just a wee... Because a nice I know. Set, even a wee nice wee set-up interview, Paul. But, but like, do you get what like, like, like the expansion of the club, Mark, and the expansion aye. of the stadium. And, like, I know they touched on that in the AGM, like, but... It's different sitting down one and one, and if he's going to answer that question, when does he see the expansion happening? Like it, it's different when it's kind of one and one, Aye. and it's not in the AGM. Like it's more personal, isn't it? Aye, you know? I, I think I think I, I said I don't want to hear from him every day or every week, but mm-hmm. at certain at certain times of the season, I think you should do the interviews, and then if there is bigger issues, and I don't know, is Ange kind of trying to back the ball up the stair a bit when he came out the other week with this kind of VAR talk and saying it was I can't mind his actual quote but it was as if he was maybe pushing it onto the board to come out and say yeah, stuff about it yeah I think so Mark he was saying he was kind of you, you were kind of getting on the line it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't it that he said but it was something like that it's not for me to talk about it's for further up but, well I can't remember but for something like that and his answer at the AGM was ridiculous about VAR that we campaigned to get it in and it worked and we're quite happy with the way things are going because it's obvious that the fans are not happy with it. It's obvious no. Ange is not happy and, with it. So you know that, Mark, time... by looking at, looking at Ange on the sideline. Aye, aye. Even, even what he says, Paul, about penalties and stuff like that, about oh, the penalty at Hearts, he's just a few weeks. Yeah, but Mark, you know these, do you know, do you know these, like, soon it's, as soon as it comes, they're saying Celtic have benefits from, from, from VAR. Like, do you think, like, obviously, Soonis is no fool. He knows these decisions against Celtic have gone gone away, this, these handballs and stuff. Is he pushing, no, uh, referees' decisions now, Mark, to be more critical on Celtic with these comments like that? You know? Mark, he's just... I, I suppose people could look at it as just a, a, rally, a rallying cry for the great Graham Soonis, do you know what I mean? Like, I mean yeah, that's what I, I'm I, saying, I mean, like, yeah. I, I, Imagine, imagine somebody like I don't know, but name a part. Somebody, imagine Brendan Rodgers came out in an interview down in England and said, "Ah, well, when I worked up in Scotland, I, I represent a Catholic institution." And do you, do you know what I mean? Soon as seems, I keep reading things about this. He keeps going about Rangers and their Protestant stuff and things yeah. like that. Just, and those days, I, and we're trying to get past this stuff, Mark. Aye, it's, it's only the other week all this carry on when the Queen died and stuff like that. He yeah. was coming out with stuff and I've represented a after that then, Mark, he's saying to build a stage up together then, like, you know what I mean? Uh, aye, it's 2022, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Days are yeah. long gone, a dinosaur that... Just trying, I don't. It's just. I think he's just coming up with stuff, Paul, to try and be relevant. I yeah, think that's what it is. Definitely. Like, it's like definitely. I don't know. If you maybe know him, Paul. Maybe Terence has heard him. Eh, Howard Stern. Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, aye, aye, aye. This against the. See, there's that much saturation in sport. 
own. If you're into football, Paulers, you can what you can what, listen to podcasts, you can listen to radio stations, you can listen to them every day, twenty four hours a day if you want to. We, you could sit and listen to like Celtic podcasts or this talk sport and stuff like that and stuff like that. So they need to they need to put something out there that's going to grab their attention. And this is what that, that's kind of talk sport and that scene today now. It just seems mm-hmm. it's just like shock jock stuff. We'll just say stuff that's going to go viral on Twitter. Everybody's going to build marums on it, blah, blah, blah. And that's what this seems to be. Yeah, well, it just seems to fall into that well, kind of category now. Well, my, it's no surprise my it's no, it's no surprise that Thunis has come out with this and come out with the stadium stuff since he's obviously appears to be gone off Sky. When he was yeah. on Sky, he Aye. wouldn't come out. He wouldn't come out with comments like that because no, you you have to be you have to kind of toe the line a bit more when you're in in those in those things. Like I mean, Charlie Nicholas would have been a similar kind of guy when he was on Sky. Yeah, he would have really changed huge tune now, didn't he? Aye. Yeah. Aye. You know, Aye. You know, so Aye. it's 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 a similar thing when these guys come off. Come off the the sky the the massive production company that is and all of a sudden they're not in the limelight. It's nearly like as you said, Mark. They need to be feel relevant, and mm-hmm. and chop like like for argument's sake that on the talks sports one, is it your man Jason Goodney? Is that right? Not Jason saying oh it's, it's four tier football. Celtic are four tier football because after getting knocked out in the Champions League and Rangers are four tier football. Blah blah. blah. Then I was, you know, a lot of it's just shock jock stuff, like to kind of, yeah, it's to kind of be, be, be relevant. Football, that's what it is. It's just trying to be relevant at the time, Paul. It's yeah. trying to shock. It's trying to be. It's trying to. It's trying to be the 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 main guy to go. Oh, look at what your man's after saying. I mean, for argument's sake, look at as soon as I said that, we're talking about it. So clearly, exactly. Exactly, and that's what he wants. It's it's like a kind of version of clickbait in your ear. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? It's like this sensational headline that he's come out with, and you see it on Twitter. So you click on it to see what he's actually saying. Uh, Everyone would have been talking about my home the way joke there in the start of the show, but you wrecked it up. <laughs> aye, everybody, I need to talk to you about your message in the Discord, you cheeky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's uh, that's I took look. That's it from from Celtic. I say we can't be happier. With nine points uh, going into is it nearly four weeks now till our next game, the seventeenth. Um, yeah. Looking forward to that. But look what things this World Cup. We're, we're going to touch in the World Cup. I actually thought uh, when I turned down the match, I was watching the parcel art this morning. One side the same, I had all white, and the next time I had colours. I thought women actually bought their sheets out in the stadium to see how clean their whites were. That it was they're not even allowed in the stadium, but ridiculous, Terence. I mean, it was all white, one thing, and you could see. And, and I know there's a problem with this that paid fans in the stadium. You could see clearly uh, the Qatari support was paid support in that stadium tonight. Uh, they were, they were, they were singing. They were even singing for the Ecuador goals. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're cheering. Ecuador scored the goal. <laughs> Just started singing when Ecuador scored the goal. You know, but a lot, a lot, a lot of people wouldn't, for whatever reason, one way or another, Paul, wouldn't travel to that side of the world in regards because it's the cultural thing is so different. Like, I mean, for, for for World Cups and all this. Other bits just, and pieces. Just, just be careful about what we say here. But we're talking oh, about. Just be, no, 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 no. I mean, I, I only mean, I only mean from argument's sake that 
they they're not, they they don't drink. It's not you can't drink in these in these cultures. So like there are little things like where people might have wanted to travel if it was in France. There's there's different you know and so it's the world. You've only you only find out forty eight hours before before it. They can seventy eight million mark. Budweiser are paid for those aye. rights for that for this for to have stars behind the stadium. And then they were told then that you said forty eight hours they were told then they're not having them. I mean, imagine, it, imagine, it, I, right, imagine Ireland, well, Terence, you know much a drinker, right? But imagine yeah. Ireland had go to the World Cup and the buses that are leaving Ireland, the planes that are leaving, they go there and then they all land down there and they get to, oh, they're not drinking. Oh, I know, but, but the uh, problem is, Mark, this is part of their culture. Uh, but they, so, they so, said there would be, but they went back in the world, they've said, oh, we'll, we'll allow drink. Hey, yeah. well, but you can drink if you pay £19,000 for your ticket. Yeah, oh, yeah, the I know. VIP, but the VIPs can still drink. It's the normal fans that can only drink. The problem is they probably should have, as as federations, they should have all, all looked into, well, FIFA in particular should have got, yeah, and have a specific designated area and go, this is the area where you can have your few drinks. I know they can't drink in the stadiums and there's but obviously they can't other, drink other, in the fan zones either anymore. But, but, I, but, but what I'm saying, that's, that's something that should have been given. That's something that should have been allowed, Paul. They should have allowed oh, yeah, that. Yeah, that's wrong. They agreed to it back on it two oh, days yeah, ago. Well that's, wrong. well, that's wrong then. That's just shocking. Like. Well, Mark, my thing there now is what happens there because this money was paid to FIFA and the Qatari government. You know, this money was paid to them. So... It's a break. It's surely it's a breach of contract. Like in this, and this is a that's that was before this this even started. Yeah, it's going to be a hell of a lot more stupid things happen. Because I thought I was reading there today, lies and stuff behind the scenes in this World Cup. There was um there was a couple from America travelled over with their two young kids, and uh, they they didn't have tickets for the matches, but they wanted to see Qatar. They wanted to see the World Cup experience over there. They got their tickets and stuff like that. But then when they went to the hotel, they wanted to buy their tickets for the fan zone tomorrow to go into the fan zone to watch the match. And then they were told at the hotel, there's no kids allowed in the fan zone. After them bringing their two kids over to watch the World Cup when they were right. told they could. You know, it's, it's, it's these policies. You're not told when you're going over there. And then when you go over there, they're not there. You know, it's, 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 Corruption to the to the core, like you know. Oh, definitely. There's, I mean, yeah. there's no doubt about it. Paul, there's been serious backhanders and stuff like that involved in Qatar even getting the World Cup. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm all for taking footballers the world and stuff like that. You know, I mean, I mean, I'm old enough to remember the World Cup in America, which was weird. Do you know what I mean? mm. It was weird because Americans at the time they weren't even really into football. It's exactly, Mark. Yeah, that was USA '94, wasn't it? Aye, aye. That's what put me off. Put me off at international football when Diana Ross ran up to take a penalty and the goalpost fell. And she missed the goal. Yeah, and it's that was that was this is this is fixed. This is fixed. I knew that. But so you can understand that. I mean, it's like. Even going back, they took it to Japan and South Korea. I mean, they took it to Russia. Look at what the world's like with Russia now. Four years ago, the World Cup was in Russia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the new Russia is the biggest kind of and enemy this was on the planet. To, stuff. And this was supposed to open up Russia to the world. Aye. You know what I mean? And, and that's just... It hasn't, like... This will be 
just for me, this is a world colour. It'll just be kind of, it'll be quickly, for, uh, quickly forgotten about Paul, or it'll be remembered mm-hmm. for all the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, look, yes. when did England fans arrive? I've actually seen none of it, Mark. Normally, you see pictures on Sky News of English fans going over there. But what I saw yeah, was locals yeah, my... dressed up singing you, 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 uh, It's Coming uh, Home. And did you... I saw a brilliant one there today. Uh, not today. When, when England were arriving, the fans were there. They were interviewing these so-called English fans, Mark. And they asked the fella who was his favourite player in the England team. And he said, David Beckham. Next <laughs> you see a fella, you see a, uh, an official walking past him. And he said, and he said no, 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 Harry Kane, Harry Kane. You know, uh, it's just all, all stage for publicity. Stage, it's like, what is it? They call it so sports washing. Into that's the word. It's like in yeah. the boat, Newcastle and people uh, into it, tear the tiny, yeah. better, better their image in the world stage and stuff like that. Which, well, look at these so called hotels. They're supposed to be staying in Mackinder because he was. Uh, it's like that. What, what was that documentary that was on um, Netflix about that big huge concert that was supposed to be happening in the desert? Fire fair or something is this? Remember, and they had comes from all these um, hotels, and when they got over there, they were like these. Cause see, that's this is what this World Cup mark r- r- reminds me of. You know, I don't. I, I hope it's going to be remembered about the football. But then, when you watch the match today, aye, you yeah. see that offside mark. You can't uh, look at it without going. It's corruption. You know what I mean? You know. Like that, that, was was a, that was a terrible decision. But they didn't even, it was onside when they showed the live feed, and next about 10 minutes later, this computerised thing comes out. Do you remember the soap there uh, of The Simpsons when Homer's going into, from the cartoon into the animation, and he goes through this kind of uh, space kind of time wrap? You remember that? He's walking through that's, that, that was like the computer thing they sent out today for the thing like that he was going through this uh, space rafting time difference parents that they sent yeah. out like they might have just used the same VAR that was available that's like that to Mark they might only have the partial VAR that's uh, yeah. happy on the Scottish thing you know yeah. I saw the one, other one, other one like, the other one might have been named at the stand or something Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, even... puts out then. I hope the officials aren't from England or Scotland. Did anyone from Scotland? Even, anyone? even no. the states. I mean, don't get us wrong. I've seen it. I've looked like YouTube videos and that at the stadiums and that, and they all look they, they look amazing. Don't get us. But what's going to happen to them after this World Cup? I was actually thinking that today, Mark, because but... football, I think, Mark, wouldn't realistically be big over there. No, you know what I mean? they've not got they've not got the population even yeah. some of these stadiums. Are yeah, eighty thousand stadiums, Mark. All of them are eighty thousand stadiums. Its population you know? be very small over there now. Yeah, yeah. So I think I was, the, the stadiums and let's not be kidding. Guys died building them. You know what I mean? Oh, guys, horrible, Mark. Yeah. Aye, uh, and that they'll just end up like what is it? Like white elephant? A white elephant they call it? Yeah. Isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. I mean, Mark, I would be surprised, Mark, if they'd be knocked down after this World Cup and build departments on top of them. It really wouldn't surprise me. Just, uh, no, it's it's I just mean, so aye, much of a business get, country, like, isn't it? Aye, they've got the kind of money to do that, haven't they? Yeah. They've got money to go on. And they, so what they make after the World Cup, they can do what they want. Mm-hmm. In a sense, to the stadiums, like, they can leave them or they can knock yeah, them. That's the thing, but I don't even think they're caring about the money they're making off it. No. They don't, Mark. It, it's it's not. It's merely this kind of trying to project herself to the rest of the world that they're this kind of 
we're not as bad as we used to be. We're yeah, trying to better of human rights kind of cases like on there anymore, Mark, isn't it? Yeah, like there's no kind of that's what the, it, this World Cup seems to be like. Do you know what I mean? And it's it's going to be remembered for all the wrong reasons. This is uh, what this World Cup is going to be like. I mean, I, I, every country's got to have its rules and laws and regulations and stuff like that. But of course, Matt. But when, whether you agree, right, even do the fact they right, stuff. See whether you agree with people opinions on stuff or no they're quite entitled to have these opinions mm-hmm. but yeah but you know when there's Russia a, there's had the World Cup now. Side, uh, but there's a flip side to that as well do you get I mean it's like the way they, you're not allowed to be gay and stuff like that but whether you agree with people being gay or don't like gay or whatever that's shouldn't it just, it's their business yeah aye aye it's nothing to do with you whether somebody's gay or not really do you know what I mean is and it should it shouldn't feel Outlawed in a country. I mean, you can't be honest, Mark. If I can't tell me there isn't gay people around to watch that World Cup. Oh, definitely, Mark. But to be honest, Mark, if if I was a gay man, I I wouldn't go off to Qatar to watch the World Cup. I really wouldn't. I'd be afraid of my life to go there. I see. I I don't really understand how bad it could be. But I just I don't know if they can grab you off the street, Paul. But again, it's just it's nobody's business what you do with your personal life kind mm-hmm. of thing. And mm-hmm. for, things like that shouldn't come into it. See, if you're that kind of country, you shouldn't be allowed to host these kind of events. That's what I'm basically trying to say. If you're not willing to just be an open, decent, you get what I mean? Welcoming people way off faiths or religions mm-hmm. or genders or whatever. It has to be able to accept they have to be able to be able to accept that people are going to respect their cultures, but they also have to understand that they have to respect uh, other people's uh, cultures coming in. If people, i.e., if Irish people like and the Scottish or the English or whatever, they like they like their few points. They need to be able to facilitate that for them in a specific. If they wanted in a designated area, that's fine. Or if people want to do, if people want to do certain things and they've got certain aspects of it, like that. If you said if there's if there's yeah gay people there, lesbian people there, that's their prerogative to be whatever they want to be. If they're like that, if it's Ireland or France or England or who's ever over there, Holland, whatever, they should be perfectly entitled to go to Qatar to watch the World Cup mm-hmm. and be the person that they 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 be at home. They shouldn't have because to go there and be different. And the Qatar, Qatar should have the, they should be able to openly welcome these people again. You know what I mean? Yeah, because we always hear FIFA saying uh, football is not about politics. And no. the World Cup, Mark, is about these cultures, different cultures coming together, celebrating together, watching football together. But then that's you look ha- at what's happening there. It's it's, it's clearly not. And, and, and I know it's a horrible thing to say, Mark. It's a horrible thing to say because there is war in Ukraine. But it's okay to wave a Ukrainian flag at a match and it's not okay to to raise a Palestinian flag at a match. Aye, aye, you know? exactly. So clearly FIFA is political. You know, and it picks and chooses when it wants to be political. Aye, you know, war is war. I'm against war. You know, Eddie's hitting it on the heat there in the live chat. FIFA said any balls that have cancelled the tournament, sent the teams home. FIFA and the sponsors sue the shit out of Qatar. And immediately, yeah, because it's fucking money in their back pocket, they're making that, yeah. That's but the there, problem. There you go. That would mean returning all the gift bags with Rolex watches and exactly. the envelopes. That's they, what they it is. Just what's his name, Mark? What's the, Infantino, is it? Is Infantino, that his name? Aye, aye. So he's, he came in. I, I watched this documentary, uh, Corruption FIFA on Netflix. If you have Netflix, this is just an, an amazing watch. Like I knew FIFA was corrupt, 
but I didn't know the extent Aye. of how FIFA were corrupt. And when Blatter went, this fella came in because basically, uh, what's his name, Mark Platini, the French fella, Platini, Aye. Was, Aye. was caught up in a, in, in, in a bid by with Blatter. And he came in and he said that he's going to write about all corruption and and change the things that is FIFA will be will be democracy and thing. He said that when he came in, he's up for pre, P, FIFA Prince at the end of the year, and no one is running against him. So how's it a democracy when he said he wants it to be a democracy, and he's the only front runner to be running for the FIFA Prince next year? I think the fella. Uh, the former Celtic player, Varga, is going to run against him again, but he won't even get divorced to get no. in there, Mark. Do you know what I mean? No. You know? It's a cult, and that, that, that's what it is. If you're, if you're outside FIFA, you're not involved in nothing. You know what I mean? It's, you know, uh, back even, to the football side you, of it. Evening, you, Chief. Nice to see you. I know you're late, mate, and we'll be finishing up shortly. Uh, mm. Celtic back. forever, I can't put links on when I'm on this stream yard, but... Just any, but just look up Celtic Forever on YouTube and subscribe to the channel. We yeah, yeah, I think some great videos. Crack, aye, great videos. videos of Celtic fans and stuff like that celebrating great videos. You know, um, big blow for France today. Uh, Benzema uh, is out of the World Cup. He picked up a tear in a toy injury after coming back into the first training session yesterday. Uh, they've called up no one, but. Dreams, man. Now I think is going to be the number one, but that's a big, big blow for for aye, France, Mark. Aye. I actually had France as a a, a team to win this, like, but I think now with Benzema being out, it's a big, big blow. Aye, definitely. You know? mm-hmm. Sorry, Paul. I'm not, I'm not... Sorry, Mark. I just uh, my for some strange reason, I'm my wife wants to say something. So apologies mm-hmm. about this. I I deny all. I deny all uh, responsibility or whatever she says, all right? She said something about what I said about the FIFA thing. Mm-hmm. There a few minutes aye, ago. So, aye, aye. Ladies and gentlemen, Emma. A first, a first woman, a first female Fika. caller. Hello, welcome, I'm Emma. sorry to hijack. I just want to say very quickly about what you guys were saying about FIFA. I totally disagree with what Taryn said about people um, being, they should be able to go over to Qatar and be who they are and act whatever way they want. I think that's actually not right. I think that we expect people to come in and accept our culture and blend in. Yeah, add their culture to our culture, but not take over. And I think this actual World Cup is actually purely going to be about the football. It's not going to be about the session, the drinking, um, mm-hmm. all the hooligans that are following these football clubs around. I think this is actually going to be about the proper football. So yeah, that is it, 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 that's an interesting point, actually, Emma. I, I never took that because like, I actually what? heard a guy talking on Orsi One Radio, um, which we have over here, um, and he was saying I'm it's from Cork, yeah, I'm from Cork, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he, he, for other people who are listening, he was actually saying it's a sad state of affairs if people can't attend a football match for three hours without having to have a drink. And he's right. Yeah, but then, but yeah, but then, Emma, that's fine. You're right what you're saying there. But then, if you go back then to this American couple that came over with their kids and they told their kids that they can go into the fan zones with their kids to watch the match and then they travel from USA and then yeah. they're told then they can't buy their tickets because their kids aren't left in there. 
with the, there's certain things that they're saying you can do, yeah. but when you go over then they're not being told to. So should they relax their laws slightly to accommodate the fans is what we're saying? Yeah, and I do I do appreciate um that, you know, um Qatar is extremely strict, especially mm-hmm. on females. Um yeah. and um, LGBT as well. Would you I would. would you feel comfortable yeah. up there to watch Absolutely. this, this football? Yeah. Right? yeah? 100%. I've gone to India, I've been in China, I've adapted um, to mix with cultures and I feel that, you know, as I think that's a sign of respect. I think people should respect our country when they come here oh, and, do, yeah. and be equal. So, yes, I understand that I don't know every single detail of it and I won't, definitely won't say I do, no, but I just feel... The alcohol side of it, and as somebody else was saying about Budweiser was one of their biggest sponsors. Um, I think they spent millions, you know, to get this and how it'll impact them. Well, really, you know, it's it, is this not about football? You know, yeah. Mm. Well, and Budweiser, I really doubt for one second that Budweiser had not researched guitar, was not fully aware of restrictions and limitations before, well, you know, they put in their bid. Emma, Emma, they told them that it would allow them to sell drink to two days ago. Yeah, I heard that, that also. Was, that, was, that was the kind of thing that Budweiser yeah. kind of scunnered about. Which, it's their money, so you can see why they're kind of that way. I do. And yeah, and I and I I do appreciate that you know that that would be very frustrating, but I just feel um, I don't know if anyone else saw recently there was it t- t- today or yesterday that a group of football supporters I won't mention where they're from um, were in a bar and they were heckling female staff in the bar and were arrested. You know, like I that's think, not appropriate. I, 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 I think you know? what you I think what you're saying is well, I was that. I think this will be one of the first World Cups that, that we, yeah. we actually won't see violence in it because they won't stand I for really it. hope so. Yeah. And I actually... And it is sad I, because it's taken yeah. over the game. It's taken the whole game. It is. It's totally, it's totally taken away from the sport, the players. I'd say, you know, I think it'd be quite interesting. I think let's give it a shot. Let's see how it turns out because I that's think, what you know... That's what, yeah. that's what we're hoping. We're hoping that... Mm. We, we, that we're not talking about this stuff and we're talking about the football. That, that's exactly, what and it'll be interesting. And I'm yeah. sorry for coming. I was that's trying to, um, we to write to you guys, we, we, but I wasn't yeah. quick enough. Um, uh, are you free next week? <laughs> Terence is sacked. So definitely not. <laughs> I don't. And, and look, I, I, you know, as I said, I just, I feel that... Um, the hooligans and and arguing and fighting is fueled by drink, and I think you know, like maybe a little bit of respect for cultures, maybe a little bit of time. Okay, I'm going to Qatar. It's a different culture. I've got to take that on board. is is a good thing. So mm-hmm. that's, that's thanks, all thanks, I'm thanks saying. Thanks very much for coming. So, on tar- thank right, you very much. Thanks very much, Emma. Thank you. She 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 actually did make a valid point. for me, Paul. It's, it should have been like a kind of meeting in the middle ground. That's mm-hmm. the kind of... I'm not saying that Qatar should just to get, have a free-for-all, okay, a, a Mardi Gras parade down the middle of the strippers, that kind of thing. But for me, if they're going to be hosting these kind of events, I think there's got to be some kind of middle ground where mm-hmm. different cultures and stuff like that meet. I mean, it's like... I mean, I'm not about to get into this kind of area, but... 
Look at what if the World Cup was in a country where the age of consent was only thirteen or twelve or something like that. Yeah. Do you turn that's a blind eye to that? Do you get that's the kind of thing to you for me Gary Glitch will be fucking if you're going to go down that route, if you're going into this other country, you've got to respect their kind of laws in that. Some just some countries' laws you don't agree with, do you know what I mean? Like, I think as well, like what she's saying there as well, Mark, and that this could be a World Cup, Mark, where, where we actually won't see much violence. No, no, the English, English, English will be raging when they go there and they need drink, and then yeah. they'll meet up with the Germans and they'll. That'll be there too, just, <laughs> do you know what I mean? There will mm-hmm. be, the England fans can't go anywhere. No. That's no. basically, do you know what I mean? That's basically where it is. The England fans will be there, they'll cause bother whether there's drink involved or no. Are you, you still... Can you, drink, can you drink it in hotels and places? You, hotel. like you can drink in your hotel. You can drink right. in your hotel. Within your so own that, closed doors you can drink. So there is alcohol of still available to the fans, yeah. just not actually yeah. about the matter yeah. about so around the matter. Thank God. Thank God Scotland aren't over there because they'd be faking buckfast all over the fucking <laughs> the hotel bedroom. <laughs> Death boy be Death boy jammer be fucking eating well, the head of him, flashing back the buckfast and he's <laughs> put out in the streets in Qatar. You know? Probably it'll just mean that they're actually just drinking in their hotel to the last minute before they're going to games. And mm-hmm. look at the, we know the problems of that. Fans try to get into these big stadiums late, like at the last minute after what happened at the Champions League final on that. Exactly. But Terence, your, your your wife did make good points, man. In fairness to her, she really did. You know. She's making she better make me a cup of tea now. You know, like in fairness, like you know, like, like let's instead of talking about this corruption going on, you know, hopefully from now from from today on we're actually talking about the football. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's all, that's all you ever want to talk about, Paul, in yeah. any sport in any sporting event like a big event like this, whether it's the Football World Cup or Rugby World Cup, whatever it is, that's all you want to be talking about is is the games. You don't want to be talking about off field nonsense, whether it's corruption stuff or you know in football side of things and hooligans and fighting and stuff like that. No, no one wants to see a, a World Cup that's scared scared with that. Like all the best World Cups that you can remember, or any best sporting events you can remember, it's about the it's about the the games that have been played. It's not about stuff that's went off the field. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are we still sticking with Argentina, Mark, or any kind of change of mind there, or do you think who, like who for you is an underdog in this World Cup? America. Mm-hmm. They have a young that's, team, Mark, don't they? They do. That's who I'm going for, America. That's that. I I don't know. I maybe no happen by well, I'm alive. I think the that, heat, Mark, could pull up is, is the main factor in this. I World think that'll play a big part. I think yeah. that will. That's how I kind you know, of think it's, it's made like a problem. I, I think your grey mark could be. I think your grey mark could be an underdog. You're a great. Oh, I don't like game. I know, but they've nice young players <laughs> come through. They've got a Nunes there for Liverpool. They've they've a nice young team like your grey before. You used to always kind of being a, being an Asian <laughs> team. Yeah, being an Asian team to the World Cup. You know, they all seem to be older players than what was there. You know what I mean? And today, this 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 team is young, like. I think they're all as players Cavani, but... Croatia for me, is it? Croatia, Terence, yeah, there's another yeah. underdog, like, you know? Yeah, just, just, just really, something about them, like, them, like... I just think, I think, just even, as you're saying, Paul, the heat and the humidity and stuff like that, and everything can I was, play a big I was leaving yesterday, and... Mark, right, there's, there's, in the stadium where England is playing tomorrow, right, 
there's 30 extra air conditioned ventilators put in there. Do you know where the, the dugouts are? Aye. There's ventilation units put in around them. There's, there's, there's AC put in. That, see, right, right away, Paul, that kind of messes up with prime conditions for guys for England, guys for France, guys. Do you get what I mean? When you're, yeah. when you're messing about with air conditioning in stadiums and stuff like that, it's, it's going to affect it's going to affect your players. It really but is. But it's blown. It's blown out. Uh, what I'm saying, it's blown out cold air and it's blown out wet water. That's what the air conditioning is doing. So but it's it's, it's going to be like a rain the, effect or something like that, Terence. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but it, the problem is, Paul, it's it's not the heat, it's the humidity. Yeah, that's exactly. That's what's going to kill them. It's like a lot of the a lot of countries, like obviously South of France and even the likes of Croatia, and a lot of these other places, the weather is very warm. It's the it's humidity yeah, over these places yeah. is unbelievable. It just literally, it's oh, like it's someone sticking hair. ten hair dryers in your yeah. face. Like when I was over Poland this year, like and it was hitting forty, and it was thirty at night time. It, it was actually. Couldn't breathe in it. Do you know what I mean? That was the problem. Yeah. You couldn't breathe in it. Like, like England are playing at one o'clock tomorrow. That's going to be prime horse for humanity and stuff like that. You know what, what I mean? Is it, it's going you like know. I mean, I, I know what you're saying. They're not the water and stuff. Hmm? Is that that's our time, man. Yeah. 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 That's our time. Like, I, I know. Yes, I think that there could be seven or eight hours in the difference. It could be the evening time over there, Paul. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, but it still be. Yeah. Kind of it didn't still be, yeah. oh, be very, very warm, but the like, you know, I mean, they no matter what you're going to do, climatization, the the body, their bodies just, especially the European players, their bodies just will not be used to that at all. Like you'll definitely no. see, you'll definitely see huge rotation of squads and subs and everything and all the teams because. Should you see it there? Um, when they were shown on Sky News, they were showing the training sessions, you know, of of the England team. They were bait out coming off that training session. Like they, it was like a shock to the system. You know, that's, oh, that's, that's what it is. Like. I'm actually surprised that the football kind of went as long as it did, to be honest. Because, see, like, over the years, I can always remember it was like, to, I mean, remember when the Republic went out and Roy Keane took your hissy fit out in Japan? Mm-hmm. I mean, that was like a, they were out there like two weeks before the World Cup started and stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah. Least, it's yeah. only been like a week of that, the new hint. Yeah. Maybe again yeah. because that was the summer, it was kind of. Yeah, they were kind of off, aye, anyway, Mark, weren't they? Yeah, aye, and then but, they kind of. But, Mark, what's going to happen now? That's like a couple of good games on the more. That's Senegal, but, Netherlands game. Senegal, Netherlands, we have Wales and USA, we, and we've aye. England and Iran. You know, I think. Look, I don't want to talk about England, like, but. If they had a different manager rather than Southgate, with the, the players they have, they'd be well capable of winning that World Cup, but he's too defensive. Away you go. No, oh, Mark, they, they do have a tactic. Away, who? They do. They do. Who? I mean, look, look, look at Harry Kane. They're one of the dangerous fucking strikers in the world. I mean, if you provide him, it's just Southgate's too defensive for them. Southgate will play five at the back probably against Iran tomorrow. Not, not to concede a goal. Do you know what I mean? You saw him against the Nations League. I mean, what manager now plays five defenders in the game? Big jabber you know? on FIFA. You know? <laughs> big jabber on FIFA. I, 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 I really Russia. think so. Like, not, 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 not necessarily win it, but did go far with, with, with more of an attack in football. Do you know what I mean? Like, they would have beaten Italy only for he stayed defensive that time in the European Championship. Italy were there for the taking. You know? 
No, I, I don't think England have got a hope in hell, Paul. I honestly don't. But that's what I'm saying. They don't, Mark, with, with Silke. I, I mean, when you look at the England teams over the years, right, look back to like the golden generation with Beckham, Scholes, mm-hmm. Neil Ferdinand, even fucking Gerrard and that, you get in, they couldn't do anything. Right, but there was always a kind of split in the camp meant to be a team. Yeah, club, that was kind of with the top but players back then, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, they apart from Harry Kane, who else? Have, who else in the England team would you say is like genuinely, genuinely world class? Not really, man. But they're good players. They'd be capable of winning games. Well, do you know what I mean? That's just like Poland, yeah. but Paul. Yeah. Poland have yeah. got Lewandowski up front. You know, I said to you, Mark, they, 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 they go. They'll get to the knockout stage as well, but it all depends on Lewandowski, what way Aye, he plays. But, but, that's the exact same, yeah. but that's the same with England, is it? That's no? the same, like, yeah. But if what I'm saying, Mark, is, up, maybe, yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying with Southgate. Like, what we, we say there with, with Ange, we're putting in crosses to suit uh, G. Marcus, but we don't play G. Marcus. He, they don't play to Harry Kane's strengths. To get me, Southgate doesn't. Aye. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you if you play like, like you see Harry Kane there, Mark for for England, he's coming up to the halfway line trying to get the ball. Do you know what I mean? Harry Kane should be doing that at all. You know. You know. What about Holland? Like they 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 have a good squad as well. Actually, Holland. They're you know, probably self-employed, Paul. They, they always seem to do. Aye, for some strange reason. They I do. They, they just blow. They, they everything just falls apart, don't they? Yeah, Holland, and Belgium, Holland and Belgium both, Paul. Look at their squad. Yeah, their squad is yeah. phenomenal. But they, when it comes when it comes to the crunch, they just they they just nev- they never deliver. If these That's current, what people actually squad, say about Belgium. Belgium will crumble again. Germany but they don't as think well. They, you can't hate off Germany either. Do no. You know what I mean, they're always going to be there or there. But, but, they, but they want the new management. No, as well, isn't he? He's gone, isn't he? Law, isn't he? He's not there anymore, isn't he? No, I don't think so, no. It's the fellow that was with Bayern Munich, wasn't it? It's in the Bog Rebbe's name, wasn't it? Aye. It's with They're tried and tested. Right? Yeah. They're just tried and tested the Germans. They yeah. just, they know, when it comes right. to this level, a little bit like Italy used to be, but Germany were always, they just know how to get the job done. Can you Even imagine? You, you, I, I like Germany. I do like Germany. Yeah. The years watching them in that. You, like but the, they all, they've always known how to get it done, though. No, you, you look at yeah. squads and you think, you think, oh, they're not. They're my. It's like they Real Madrid. The it's like Real Madrid, the Champions yeah. League, isn't it? They know how to win it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You know, they know that's what done, you yeah. say about Germany. Yeah. You know, like imagine, like as long as I'm alive now, and since I'm watching football, I never watched the World Cup without Italy in it. You know what I mean? Like, it was always <clears throat> Italy were always in the knockout stages of a World Aye. Cup. Like you know what I mean? Like imagine like a big football country like Italy getting knocked out by Macedonia that time, Mark. Know. You know what I mean? You know. I think that's, I think that's maybe the first World Cup I can even remember. That yeah. Was yeah. They won the first one I can mind in Spain in '82. They won that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tardelli. Tardelli, yeah, Tardelli, and uh, yeah, Tardelli Paolo, was there. Paolo Rossi. Paolo Rossi. Yeah. Uh, Mark, what you were saying about England there at the time when they had the Frank Lampards and Gerards and things where there was kind of a, a rift between the two, that was the same with uh, the Spanish international team for years, wasn't it? Aye, between aye. the Barcelona and there was, um, what was his name? They called the, the big heavy fellow with the moustache. Le Bosque, is it? 
came in and he changed it all, didn't he? He came in, he changed all that, you know. Aye, there's always been that kind of split between like the Real Madrid camp and yeah. Barcelona camp. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. I don't, I'm, not, I, I, no, I'm not saying that, I don't know, even know if I should say this. Early years I've kind of picked up that she's a lot of the stuff of the Dutch is more like a race thing. You know really? what I mean? It's like, aye, aye, it's more like a kind of, the kind of, like the black guys like Hewlett and that kind of were more, Rikers were a wee clique, and then the rest of them were all like another wee clique, but I don't, I'm not saying that's true, but I've I've read about that a few times over the years, that's been kind of one of the main problems. Wouldn't surprise me, because it was different times back then as aye, well. Aye, 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 I think a lot of that came into it. You know, what about Spain? You can't write off Spain either. You know, there's be there's teams there that you won't even think of that could win this small cup. Like, I yeah. I, I, I really think uh, kind Brazil. of a South American team this year. Yeah, you can't hit off Brazil either. No, that's know, right. I think mean? Mark, I think Brazil could be be the team this year. By you know, what I mean, people are expecting Messi again to flop with Argentina, like he always kind of does. He does. He's not the same player. No, he is a club level really with that because he's not. He's not with. Maybe the drug testing's a bit stricter at these international tournaments. Why? Why is that? Why is in drugs? Who Messi? Yeah. Well, doing that hormone growth stuff in that, isn't he? He's been on that way. Oh, he's been on that for years, sir, hasn't he? Uh, yeah. And you know, his blood transplants with that doctor Fiennes and all that kind of stuff. You know, it's good. I I just can't wait for. To kind of the kind of group stages are kind of just there and then. Yeah, once you get them out of the way, that's when the beat games kind of happen. Terence, isn't it? Then you kind of you kind of know yeah. then who really is on form and who's not. You can can really can predict the winner on on the team that's kind of on form, can't you? You know, yeah, you can. Well, it's, it's it's always nicer to watch, for argument's sake, uh, if we're saying an Argentina are playing. Spain are playing Croatia or Belgium are playing Holland. You know, you're, you, I suppose for, for, for me, and I, I'm not massive into the football side, I'm, I'm, I said to fellas in work, I support Celtic, I watch Celtic, I don't watch a huge amount of football outside Celtic. You know, I, I, I just yeah, don't. I would. I, I wouldn't, yeah. I would, whereas, whereas I'd likely know a lot more if, if Hollanders playing Belgium, I'd know a lot more of those players than Fragments, like if Uruguay were playing Belgium. Or, do you know if that makes any sense? The thing that I like is... Um, uh, it's like, Mikey, Mikey will be... Do you know what I mean? Tell Mikey will be gent up on... Stop, listen. <laughs> oh, I will as well, Mark, yeah. I will as well, because you're seeing different ways of football being played. Do you know what I mean? You're seeing... You're expecting fast, free football from America, and they're coming up then against the defensive European team. Do you know what I mean? You know, something that they haven't come up against, you know? it's It's going to be... It's going to be interesting, you know. I wonder will will, will Vicker start tomorrow for for Wales uh, against Wales? Not a big question, right? Be interesting to see how Vicker plays. I wouldn't mind if he, I wouldn't mind if, he, I wouldn't mind if he. I wouldn't mind if he doesn't get a kick at the ball in the entire tournament. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Aye, and it'd be perfectly honest. I'd rather be quite comfortable. I don't think he. I don't think he'd be starting up all. I, I, no. I again. I. I don't. I again. I have no reasons to say to say why, but I. I think he's. I wouldn't think he was one of the starting centre-backs. No, That's but I'm just, you know what, though, Terence? I'm just delighted he got caught up because 
was his main. That was his main concern, Mark. Wanted when he was signing for Celtic, when he called up to the aye. USA he's team, gonna, and going to just get forgot about Stockton, Scotland. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And that's for me. That's the biggest uh, thing about this World Cup is that we have four players involved in the World Cup because it shows now that you can play with Celtic, and because we qualified the Champions League. There's a chance you will get called up to your national team. Look at Yasser getting called up for the provisional team. Who, who's to say now that Yasser mightn't go that step for the mark in the European Championships and get called up? Do you know what I mean? You know? Yeah, Paul, that's it. There, I just put that. That's a predicted starting 11 for America, the more. Predicted. So we have Turner, yes, Zimin, Ween, and Robson. Uh, Musa, he's actually good. Him as well, Musa. The fellow Adams plays with them. Leeds, don't they? Aye, aye. Plays with Leeds. Team Kusek for Chelsea. They have a good team, Mark. Like, they do like, they have a lot of players playing outside the USA just, before. Just for the amount, see for the size of the country, America, Paul, and the amount of people that are there, eventually they're going to put together a good so- soccer team. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And <laughs> they, but just for the amount, for the amount of people, it's like people like Brazil, it's just the amount of people that are in the country they're just, there's always these kind of levels that rise to the top. And in America, they've got all these kind of, what is like, no graduation like, things. These scholarship, these scholarship. Yeah. If you're good at something, you're going to college and you're getting drilled into being better at that, isn't it? But as well, too, if you look at Brazil, though, Mark, Brazil's sport, within reason that everybody knows, is Brazil is known for football, soccer, whatever you want to call it. America yeah. There's probably four or five sports before you even get to the football, soccer. They have you know, American football, they have basketball, they have ice hockey, they have ice hockey. It's moving up now, isn't it? It's moving up now, that's what I mean, terms of It's definitely much more popular, but it's still going to be, you know, down, down the pecking order. Like, obviously, England is main sport is, is, is football, probably Scotland's main sport is football. You know, whereas like even even in Ireland, with the greatest respect, if you came to Ireland, football is probably could be three or four. Depending aye, on depending aye. on what you depending on what you you're probably depending at the minute. Who you're rub, asking, depending yeah, who you're yeah. asking into Rugby's probably mm-hmm. rugby's probably number one at the minute. Then there's hurling. Then there's it's it's probably football and Gaelic football and soccer. Yeah, soccer's probably they can make a third. Yeah, you know they're probably down there. Robbie's so after Robbie's, Robbie's after after exploding everything here. Yeah, R- yeah really Robbie has their mark, like, Really has, you know. It's you know it's massive. Like you know, whereas whereas you go to the countries where it's their main sport, you naturally assume that, like as I said, Brazil. Everyone in the world, everyone in Brazil would want to play for Brazil, play for the national team. Same with everyone in Argentina. You never know. If you go off to Brazil, it, it's such a poor country. The Tempe nearest to the wall might be the number one sport over there. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's all I'm saying. It's, when, when, with the likes of America, even though it's progressing, there, it's still a long way down the pecking order of it's, being able uh, to uh, transport. So it's, very hard, it's, very hard there, yeah. it's very hard to compete when the other teams, some of the other teams you're competing against are at that's their that's their bread and butter. That's their main sport. Like, I think Qatar football team could be Rangers of the Champions League. You know, I think they could be the worst uh, football nation. I think there's only one host team that got knocked out at a qualifying stage. I think that was South Africa. 
I think Qatar will be I just looking at them today, they they look like a team that's they they've never played together, you know. They just really didn't they look like a footballing team to me, you know. You know, so shocking, you know, they they, they what, really, what were you expecting, but nothing really. Mm. I, mean, I, I mean, nothing. I mean, it's not going. I don't know. A wee, some wee island off the coast of Italy for the world. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, but they've the won for the mark. They've won for the called Fia. He's playing with Villarreal in Spain. Number one guy doesn't make a team, pal. I know that. But I'm saying I, I was watching him today, Terence. I was looking, going, how is this fella playing outside Europe? Do you know what I mean? You know, I actually don't know if he's actually still with him. I have to check that up. But he was like their, their kind of star guy, man. You well, know? I saw one guy that popped up and said they'd played something like 11 games for Sport and Gijon back in 2016. That, that was their captain, start. I think, Mark. Yeah, that was their captain. To, and I thought to myself, oh my God, man. That's yeah, he was their captain, I think. He was the longest serving player. And right, let's be honest, right? If Qatar didn't get this World Cup, the Qatar they were never playing in the World Cup. No. Yeah, exactly, man. No. Do you know what I mean? You know, and I think that's why this World Cup was done there to get the likes of Qatar into uh, a World Cup. And you know, Kevin's wife made some. Hopefully, this World Cup is remembered for football and not stuff off the pitch, which I hope it is, Mark. I hope like we're not talking about freaking stuff off the pitch all the time. You know, we don't want that. Like, but. If it happens, you have to talk about it. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. At least we're not talking about VAR. You know, well, 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 if anything does happen, if anything does happen off the field, well, you might hear about it, but they'll pay the price and they'll pay the price dearly because it's not, it's not, they're, they're not countries, they're not countries over there to to take that stuff lightly, and no. the punishments would be severe, like no, and that's what like. The point Terence Emma was making there, like you're going over there, and if you do disrespect their rules, your pony, you know what the country's about. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, you know the like, you know go over there, Mark, to go over there and not respect their rules when you know that what they're there. Do you know what I mean? You know. I bet people over there just think the rules are, are relaxed a bit, Paul. That's what they're saying. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because they're told that yeah, they're told that yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I mean, I don't, I don't even know if is it. Qatar the country or is it Qatar the FA that's de- like running this? Do you know what I mean? No, it's the government, Mark. The government they've, all, bit, point, yeah. they've obviously came, came to agreements with FIFA, came to agreements with Budweiser, came to agreements with, I don't know, Master. Do you know the crowd, Sony, Mark? Do you know the crowd? That, do you know the crowd that owns Palestine's man, the Qatari areas? Aye. They're involved yes, in this World Cup being Qatar. They're running a lot of the things going on because they, they they have football experience being with Paris Saint Germain, so they 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 were the ones I was reading are uh, behind putting the football stadium in place, getting all the facilities off the scratches. It's their officials that have set up everything around Qatar. Is the Qatari based officials of Paris Saint Germain? It wouldn't surprise me now if they sacked the Qatar players tonight and requested the FIFA can they play the Paris Saint Germain team. In Qatari colours <laughs> in the next match, <laughs> and FIFA will probably be so afraid to say something. They probably they probably let us. You know I mean? There's Neymar and Messi playing for Qatar against Brazil and Argentina. <laughs> but is it no? Is that not the same people that 
Do you know if people from Catarick bought Newcastle? No. They're separate based. Separate they're all connected all that, Mac. No, they're all cousins I, and I, I think it, I think they're I think it's the I think I could be wrong. I think it's the Saudis, my Mark Boss. Saudis, it's the Saudis, yeah. And and it, it, it's lads from Dubai then that bought Man City into the Emirates, is it? Yeah, yeah. It's either Dubai or, or Abu Dhabi, that kind of neck yeah, of the woods. Yeah, it's anyway, they're, 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 all, they're, all, they're all pretty wealthy. It's just, oh. all, it's just all these bul- oil-shaped billionaires kind of... Sure, Liverpool will be the next club, Com- guarantee uh, compete, Competing with... Isn't it like the Remy kind of game of Monopoly with football teams, really, isn't it? Yeah, what Liverpool is, what would you think be... if one of them tried to buy Celtic? I wouldn't, Mark, because... The Man, like the man City group no, or something see, Mark, like that. My, my, my problem with that, right, it's fair enough if they come in and buy it. But then, right, if they decide... In, in 10 years' time, they want to leave. And if you've players on these big, big wages, what nah, they pay them? Nah, but they they're not going to do that, Paul. I don't think Mark Celtic is the attraction. I, I don't think Celtic at the moment, Mark, is the attraction for them because of the league we play in. Yeah, so it's the European League, you could see. Yes, it. yes. You know, if Celtic were down in the Premier League, Mark, and if they were Desmond, was still the owner. I think a, a bid like that would come in. And then, Mark, you you say, well, would you take it then? Yeah, but because you're in a big league, Mark, you, you, you can't take that risk. But not when you're in Scottish football, you can. Do you know what I mean? You know? But it's just pump money, really. Yeah, that's it, like. You know? I mean, as I keep going on a bit, like, look at PSG. But, Mark, you look at Man City then, though, right? It, just, just look at Pep Guardiola. They have all this money to burn. And they get Haaland cheaper than United got Anthony for from Ajax. I know. I know. Do you know what I mean? So you have to say too, Mark, they are good negotiators. Do you know what I mean? United well, I mean, at the moment, Mark, are, they, we pay I mean, whatever they, you want. Whatever they are, whether it's governments, royal families, whatever you want to call them, it's not just coming into, like, taking as a football club or that, Paul. But the thing about it, Mark, in their things, they put people in there to do the job. Like, they're not involved in the day-to-day dealings of Man City. Do you know what I mean? They have people in there who are doing these decisions for them. Like Pep Guardiola, like you said, Mark, he has his uh, director of football doing that job for him. Right, Do you know what I mean? Right. They, they have the right people in the right places. And that's why, like you said, Mark, if Pep Guardiola left Man City in the morning, the club's not going to crumble. The club stays no. the same. It's run the same. It's just a different man will come in. You know? You know. So you, you can't say they're actually... They'll, they'll run properly, Mark. You, you would say if you look across the road to Manchester United, then who would just crumble it? You know, exactly. just that player, just that player coming out and basically shaming the whole club that it hasn't changed in the last ten years since he left them. You know, like I heard Old Trafford is supposed to be uh, a right kip. Aye, it's falling apart, Paul. Yeah, a right kip, a right kip. I heard. Not spent any money on it for years, and even Ed too. He's told me, see, like when you go into yeah, you saying that to me, Mark. Yeah, the Carrington, like our training centre and our press stuff and everything. 
he says that some miles behind what you see. I think, Mark, if I think, Mark, Lennox Town now, Mark, and Celtic, in, not in finance wise, but in football terms, Celtic's facilities would be better than Manchester United. We, we've opted. Look at that big, huge gym no, that we did there. Uh, I wouldn't go to the first the, ball. No, but this, I'm just going to get indoor, uh, They've got indoor pitches and stuff like that, but still, Paul. Yeah, but teams saying that they're outdated, Mark, that there's nothing. There's, we've, there's, we've, like, we've not got an say, indoor pitch. Do you know when. If, do you know when, if it's not, we can't train. Do you know when football in, in, evolved, like the new sports, it's like this new gym we put in. Manchester United sports have nothing like that, Mark. This big, huge, state of the art gym. They have a basic gym with bikes and treadmills. That's it. Do you know what I mean? You know? I'd say though, I'd say to be fair, Paul, they have a, they'd have a sports science crowd and all that. Like, you know what I mean? So the, the biggest, the, the biggest thing, the biggest thing, the problem, the biggest thing that I would see with Man United would be the fact that the the Glaziers have yeah. have a sense of an interest in other sports. They have. They're still yeah. but they had American football team in, in, in the States. So, mm-hmm. whereas, whereas for me, you look at the, the Newcastle, Man City, Paris Saint-Germain, they don't have your American football team in in in, in America, like Fargo no, City. It's just soccer. Whereas your man, your man Henry, who owns Liverpool or Mango, he it's also... It's the, Boston, it? Boston Red, it's the Boston Red Sox. Yeah. He's involved. He was. He was. You know what I mean? So I, I think they'd be the next club for for um, a, a big investor like 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 Man City, Liverpool. They'll be the next club because he he's put that up for sale, didn't he? The fellow Henry. Aye, aye. I think so. Yeah. yeah. But if you look at not, if you look at a lot of the American owners, not all of them, but a lot of the American owners that have come in to take over, so a lot they're of the there to make money, parents, and that's it, boy, isn't it, Jeff? Well, they are there they to make money, but really. No, they are there to make money, but a lot of them eventually kind of teeter off. If you look at, I remember, there was a guy I think over New over Aston Villa. I think some guy bought Aston Villa Boy. for a while, didn't he? Yeah, and it, yeah, and it yeah. kind of it kind of went by the wayside. And there was one or two other clubs were were after were involved with. I think American style guys, whether it's part owners or full owners, and that's mm-hmm. petered out as well. You know, whereas sometimes it, they're looking for short short term gains. As quickly as they can to get in I and get out. The, I mean, the thing about the guys, the, the, sorry, Paul, the, the likes of the Dubai's and uh, the Qatar's and uh, um, the Emirates and all these other boys, they don't, they don't need that. You have to remember, this is the, the the guy who looks after the or Man City. I'm not sure if he's a if he's a, a prince or a well up royal family he's guy. He may, prince, may be, yeah, prince, yeah. Prince, yeah. Like they 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 sponsored the Man City Stadium for a billion, yeah, a billion, exactly. A billion, exactly. do- a billion, a billion dollars or whatever. That's just to get rid of uh, financial yeah, yeah, but didn't yeah. Paris Saint Germain do the same, didn't they? Aye. Yeah, they're telling people that kind of thing's going to stop, but they can't stop it. No, Mark, it's it's a company sponsoring a club. No matter how much they want to pay. Whether they can tell, oh, that's a bit suspicious. You owe them and blah, blah, blah. But I can't say to you, Paul, if Dermot Desmond wants to sponsor... I'd be, yeah, Mark. It's Mark, he'd be still known as Park by the fans. Sandy Beach Resorts or something yeah. on the same yeah. TikTok for 20 million a year. They can't stop from doing it. What are you going to do, Mark? You're just, you're just putting the name on the seats inside the stadium. You're changing a few seats to put in the name right. of the stadium. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be known Celtic Park, Parkhead by the mm-hmm. older generation. Do you know what I mean? No one's going to call us and going down to the Sandy Beach Stadium. Do you know what I mean? 
But what you know, I would, what I would mean, in Scotland to a, a fella yeah. drinking Bogfast. Hi, I'm looking okay. for the Sandy Beach Stadium. Sorry, what? Well, what it would mean, what it would mean, call about the 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 guys looking after those other stadiums, Newcastle United or or sorry, Man City or or Paris Saint Germain. If you're putting that much into a club, you have no intention of leaving it anytime soon. No, no. no. I think the biggest problem about United, Mark, is that it's the money that the Glaciers are taking out every year. Aye, right. You know what I mean? And they're they're investing. They 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 actually invested none of their own money into that no. football club. It's you know, like that. Even kinda. the boys, they, t- they took out a loan, weren't they? Aye, aye. Mm. It's a bit like yeah. that kind of, like, main ranges that ticket is stuff in that. I mean, there's clubs of, uh, I don't even know if they still exist, but at the time, there's clubs up and down the country that use that, that ticket service for, just to tide them out towards the end of the season. Yeah, and, yeah. And that was basically what Man, Man United done. They took out loans to buy the club, and that's not, basically... If you can't afford to buy the club, you shouldn't be. They shouldn't have been allowed to buy the club. Exactly, man. Really, really exactly, man. How could you put the club in debt to buy the club? I, actually, I mean, that's just like us three going to the bank and asking for exactly. a loan for five hundred million pound and going to try and buy Celtic. Yeah, exactly. They, and they, they probably they probably just done it by offsetting the pile against. As I said, I think they, I know they're involved, whether they're still there or owners of an American football club. A lot of clubs then, not they? Yeah, they probably they probably they probably put up their other club as collateral or or as a section of their own club as collateral. Yeah. Say we we own. Would you say would you say for argument's sake? Well, we own the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm not saying it's them just allegedly, so but just suppose that as an example. And they say we have this. This is how much we normally make. Blah blah blah. We need to borrow X amount on on the value of this. And they're going, yeah, grand, and it allows them then to buy many United, but they still have a loan, and, and the loan is many United's loan. It's not their loan. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so it's it, you know, already in debt. Plus, they're, plus they're paying back your loans and plus they're paying they're paying themselves their dividends every year. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Mark. Yeah, I wouldn't have never if it was me anyway. I think they made a mistake bringing back Ronaldo. It's just I think he's just too his ego is too big. Yeah, but they only done that probably because he was shot. going to Man City. Yeah, yeah. he was going to Man City. And it was Alec Ferguson. Fox in, Fox, Ferguson yeah. that phoned Ronaldo and said, Come on, you can't. But if he looked in, Mark, right, to when he did come in, right, they were on a good run at that time when Slaughter was doing well. They were getting behind the middle of results. And then they bring in Fickle's thing, and then you have to change your style to suit Ronaldo because he's not fast anymore. Fair enough, he gets your goals. Do you know what I mean? But I don't know, boy. Where's the next? Where, 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 where can you see him going? Where's his next move? Surely he'd have to go. Surely he'd have to go to sport in Lisbon. Think so, no, I think yeah, you're going to America. Thank you, um, going to America. Do you think Bayern Munich are going to talk to Bayern there? No, he doesn't buy a Munich. But he doesn't need the money. Like surely to God, he should repay his old club in the season or two. Come and sell Do you know what's pissing him off? Is Messi is scoring goals in the Champions League and Messi uh, uh, outscored him those more goals in the Champions League? That's what's pissed him off. Is the the, the champ? That's why he wants to play in the Champions League to, to score goals. Come you know? Celtic. Would you take him? Uh, of course you would. Uh, you can't really say no, Mark. Can you? You want that? You know me, but you can't, man. You can't. I saw there. I saw a Rangers fan put it up. First, he said he wanted Torchel. All right, get Gio, get Torchel in, and then Torchel be able to convince Ronaldo in a free in January, come in in January. 
and I'm looking going, man, what planet are you on? Do you know what I mean? Churchill and Ronaldo. Imagine, imagine Celtic did something like that, but... Oh, Mark, but they'll crumble over there, but wouldn't they? It, that, that, that would actually be... But they still say, then, Mark, they signed Aaron Ramsey. Do you know what I mean? In fairness, like, <laughs> come on. Aaron Ramsey. Do you know what I mean? Boy, Chris Boyd. Chris Boyd. Chris Boyd. Jesus Christ, man. In fairness, no? He was, but he see, was bro, if, by if, Celtic, if, if, if I was running Celtic, I would be that cheeky. I would be that cheeky. Oh, well, just to piss them off, Mark, yeah? Just to see their reaction. I'm just going to say that, Terence. If you don't ask the question, you're never going to know. Steven, I mean, he's, he's desperate to go to Man United. Yeah, Mark, he's, yeah. Just Mark, still take your loan. We're guaranteed Champions League football next season. Aye. Do you know what I mean? We take all the boxes. For years, yeah. Paul, you used to read the paper, so-and-so wanted to leave so-and-so because they wanted to play Champions League football, right? And that was just bullshit. What they wanted was the wages these big Champions League clubs play. Uh-huh, because see yeah. if that was the case that you just wanted to play Champions League football we'll come to Celtic, why not, yeah. aye, why not come and play for Celtic mm-hmm. it's just it's just not a day we but just basically don't get yeah, 200 grand right? a week off this club that's it for tonight lads uh, we'll be back again Thursday night where we we, we we look back on the kind of uh, oh sorry I'm away I'm, I'm in Dublin or till 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 Saturday. Apologies <laughs> for that. We will be back someday next week, but we'll sort it out. Uh, we we'll talk about the uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday games. You might come on Wednesday night, Mark. I've not got a hold this slip for you, Paul. No, I didn't. But I forgot to say that. You but yeah, Jesus Christ. You know. I don't know uh, if I can give. I don't know if I can give that time off. Driving up to Dublin on the Morseway doing a <laughs> podcast, going in and out the reception. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? You know. Uh, thanks to Terence for coming on. Uh, thanks to Terence's wife Emma uh, for shedding a bit of light on the the World Cup. Us gives a different opinion, which I kind of swore towards our way that we should be expecting some Qatari laws over there. Sounds she's going to be back on Sunday night when Terence be will be babysitting. Uh, <laughs> Mark, we close the show. That's me screaming. <laughs> well, Mark, we always said Mark we wanted a a, diff- a female viewer. To come on, and we got Jack's, it. Jack's oh. raging at Emma. Mark's dead. Mark's dead when he comes. I'm going to get barred when I go for you. <laughs> Tell me then, are we doing a punt? No, no, Jack said I can't do a bite. I'm breaking the weekend. Mark, we close the show. Thanks again, Paul, for having your day. Terms, thanks very much for coming on. Everybody that listens in, comes into his live chat, listens back to his later on that. Thanks very much. It's really appreciate it. Uh, remember hit the like button leave a comment if you can and if you can afford any please give somebody a Christmas appeal for the food bank thanks very much lads heal heal good night and God bless Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel.